And welcome back to WTF and Fauna Deal. I'm Spicy Ryan, and if Nerd's Rope was any stronger, I'd hang myself with it with... The Fox Danger. And today, as Carrot's smiling at me for that line, we are going to be talking about the second part of the May 2023 update here, with all of the excitement and jamboree that is going along with it. And by that, I mean almost nothing. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of anything that, that, that occurred on the second half of this update. And honestly, I was kind of expecting that. Like, I, I I couldn't tell you why they split it in two. Like, I don't know enough about the process or like at all. I assume they the needed time to finish stuff. That's why they did it. Probably. Got two weeks or two and a half weeks um, to work on shit. I don't know. Like, what we experience is about an hour and a half-ish of, you know, not being able to play the game or whatever. But Everything goes into it up to that point, like between the first update and the second update. I have just no idea what they do. So <laughs> it, it could just be them getting the rest of their shit together. Um, well, I'll tell you what they've done. They've added the last stages to the prime weapon that we talked about last time and added octahedrites, hexahedrites, mesozidrites, or mesozidrites, and voracious, uh, voracious psyches. Oh boy. Yeah. If you want a voracious psyche, speak to Elijah and Upper Juno. But I think what they're going to do, so there was a big uproar, this is the bulk of the update here, that we said last time, Fox, that I anticipated like the relic weapons, it'd be really easy to get one, two, three, and you'd just be, okay, you have all these threes. I figured the weapon skills can find a sword, you can't use it outside, the weapon isn't nearly as powerful as, as uh, stage three compared to five, especially some of the more of the important effects outside of maybe yeah. the shield, which is kind of useful now at two already. And they're like, okay, so it won't be that bad, but it came out, and you need a million. <laughs> I mean, that only takes, if you go every day, which is the problem, and have a good run, 45, 50k plus, it only take you like 22 or so days to do it. But that's, I don't do it every single day. So 22 nonstop days is a lot for me. And that's only stage three. That's supposed to be the, it's not a bad stage. We still have four and five coming. And since we can't yeah, see them, I... go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I asked my my group about that particular part of it, like um, with what they wanted to do for for like farming Sorty again, because like we've just been doing Odyssey, and nobody said anything. <laughs> like I don't think any of them are excited about the prime weapons at all. <laughs> so I want to farm Sorty more than I have been, which is one day a week. I'd be happy to farm three days a week or whatever. But the problem is. My group isn't available constantly. We have life, we have whatever. So when it's convenient for me, it isn't convenient for them. And the problem becomes pugs for sortie, especially on a Sarah, are absolute garbage. dog shit. Fucking dog um, shit. Yeah, I have not had the uh I haven't had the courage to go in with one, actually. I almost did one time and the guy couldn't the, the guy wasn't using voice and there were just <laughs> a lot of like sketchy things involving. I I, I remember I ended up posting our conversation at the discord it was like two three weeks ago maybe but yeah i would never do it with a bug that's that's scary but i mean i guess i'm just wasting a tag otherwise right so it's, yeah zero, it's not really a waste because your time and frustration versus just not going is, <laughs> is the counterbalance there so waste yeah, and right. saving a headache is a you know a whole different counterbalance it's true it's true it just depends on how much value you put on that <laughs> like if you have a surplus of mental energy and you know you want to you want to throw that spaghetti, that wet spaghetti at the fucking <laughs> counter, see if it sticks. You're supposed to throw it and, against the wall. Well, I, I meant the cupboard, but I just misspoke and ran with it. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. I, I guess a cupboard works. I've always gone with cupboards. 
just right it, up against it the is better than the wall you. because you don't want to get plaster out of your wall and you should never you should ne- i've seen this done and it's this especially for my neck of the woods i've seen this be a thing like a uh, an, uh, an urban legend kind of folklore thing where you throw the pasta against the wall to tell if it's done. But then at the same time, I go, <laughs> why the fuck are you doing that? You know, if it's done, you just pick it up. It's, you could see if it's done or you just, you know, you're cooking pasta. What do you, you, you know, it's done. You don't have to just eat it. You don't I, have I to twirl it around the fork. Wall. I twirl it around a fork because you can see how stiff the ends are. I pick it up out of the pot if I'm unsure and I pinch it for a second. I go, okay, that's not done. Or, okay, this is done. That's sure. it. You know, but I know usually I just by feeling at this point I know when it's done or not. The whole when I was younger I saw someone thrown against the wall and I go what What are you doing? That's something I did as a kid. I'm, yeah, I was definitely aware of that. So. But to see more mature people doing that, you go what? what, what huh? Or what you think hey, man, is more if mature I'm by people. myself in this big ass empty house <laughs> and I want to throw some pasta against the wall because you know I'm just having one of those kind of days where I'm just <laughs> fucking insane. But I'm probably gonna go do it. <laughs> so. uh. I don't know, man. So at any rate, stage three out of five, we can't see the other requirements yet because they are given to the person by the system. They're not in the dats. They're given by the system prompt when you complete the stage. So no one thought it was going to be a million uh, freaking galley for the first uh, of the big stages here because it goes 10, 20, a million. And that's that's quite a large jump, which is the opposite. Relic Weapons didn't have that large of a jump at stage three out of five. That was... It's the, all, all of it was the last stage. So maybe they, you know, everyone's speculating at this point. We don't know yet. That's why we're not going to do a prime weapons episode anytime soon. We haven't seen the weapon skills. People haven't tested. No one knows the requirements yet. So if it takes them one month for this, the third stage already, you can imagine they said six to 12 months. And I'd imagine six months yeah. means you go every day. Uh, you would have to imagine that the galley doesn't get too much higher, or maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I think they might just limit us based on voracious psyches because you only get five a month. So if you have to use uh, 10 for stage four and, and 15 for stage five, you're already at uh, what's that? You have uh, a backlog. Yeah, you have a backlog of them, plus the, the galley you need. So The galley thing was the one thing I was hoping I wouldn't be right about. I remember talking about that before because it was capped. You know, It was kind of one of those softball easy things to guess at. That galley was going to be involved but for someone like me who wanted to like work on one of these prime weapons and also get you know the rest of the sets done that i need to get done to plus three yeah. I, I can't do both at the same time because every ounce of that galley is going towards the weapon because it's such a huge fucking number that's the one thing so i can see I was people really having disappointed by that yeah that's the one thing that's people having to complain about is hey i want to upgrade this armor and I want to make this weapon, why do i have to upgrade the weapon not at all because the armor takes so much points compared to you know, if all the points yeah. are going to gear, you can't upgrade the weapon at all. And that's, I, yeah. I, I know you have to choose, and I'm not opposed to that. It just seems like compared to every other ultimate weapon they've made, there's never been a choice between, oh, should I use heavy metal plates and Rift Dross and Rift Cinder to make my, my gear, or should I just make the weapon? It was just always currency for a weapon. So this is a departure from that. I imagine it's because they had limited options, but still, that's really not great. Well, they could have left it at the droppables. I mean, there's there's yeah. nothing that said the gal had to be part of it. I would have been fine with the droppables, but here we go again with well, the octahedrates. As long as you're stage currency. two plus, <laughs> you only need like th- what three octahedrates for stage three. People yeah. are getting three in a single run. They drop from NMs boxes or whatever. People are getting more than three in a single run, and that just seems really weird. That's actually well, 
I would say that's kind of nice if the Galma free thing wasn't there. Man, yeah. that's, a, that's a weird wall. It's I don't just, know how to feel about that. It's so weird to have such a big wall and then have the monthly wall of the Psyches and then just have the Hedrites being done in one day. So, so I was going to say, keep one in every single stage and just continuously build up those those extra drops so they're meaningless. You just get them at their stage two, I believe <laughs> it was. So you don't, even yeah, have yeah. To, you don't even have to be on the stage to get it. I mean, you have to be on stage. You know, who knows if the, the other hexahedrite won't drop if you're on stage three yet? We don't know that yet. But the fact that you just they just drop from everything and it's just it, so, it's just weird. Was it just? Did it end up being just like based on speculation that if you had the weapon equipped, like the boss like dropped a different amount of gal or something? Or, that was or, like, speculation, but it says here in battle related updates of the update notes here, certain sortie monsters now behave differently depending on the stage yeah. of the prime weapon you're carrying, and that could simply mean that they drop the hedrites based on the stage, and that would be different behavior but i would i would hope that behavior is for actual mob behavior not literal so that that's actually cool and it's not cool at the same time like it, it actually breathes life into sortie because if people want to get better drops they're gonna have to have a prime weapon equipped for it but that doesn't mean that they're gonna run in and use the most effective strategy which is mages right because not everyone's just making an Shoro like they should be. Um, some people are going in and making like we the are. katana, like I plan on doing. Oh, you're well, dude, I plan on doing the katana. Shit, man, I, I plan on doing the the horn too because I, I it's been eating at me. Like not ever having to do dummies again me. would make me want to actually be a DD bard. Me so horny, fuck. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. Wait, um, can you get stage three in the horn and not the sing dummies, or is it stage four? Uh, so not having to sing sting dummies is stage five. Oh, that's not happening. Well. It's worth it though, in, it my, in my opinion, because that's a that's a huge game changer for Bard. Like that actually changes how the game, how the job is played. So it's it's been a little more exciting the more I've been able to think about it. Um, but it's not as cool as Opashoro because while Opashoro isn't a massive upgrade for like Black Mage, it is a massive upgrade for Scholar and uh, and Summoner as well for like nuking packs. Yeah. So like I want it for all three jobs, obviously, because I like all three jobs, but. It doesn't fundamentally change how those jobs are played, like say the horn does. But I don't want to go super deep into those yeah. weapons. It just it was really disappointing though um, that that is to tie to Galma free. But I do like that it at least incentivizes you. I think <laughs> based on what I've heard about it, uh, for you to like try to go in and kill these bosses with different party compositions so that you can like get extra for the prime weapons that you do have. So. You know, maybe it's going to breathe a little bit of extra life into the content. Let me tell know. you, people are still yelling for uh, AE CG runs only. That's basically what gross. they're all still. Yeah, that's really. Imagine gross. doing it 10k at a time, man. That's <laughs> well, that that's that's 14k besides other stuff, but that's really sad. I that's 24k besides other stuff, but that's really sad because <laughs> you should be able to get 40 yeah. or at least close to 40 plus k. For if you're a good group, getting 45 plus k a run should be what you're doing. But even these other groups, they should be able to get 30 plus k, and sitting there at 20s is just kind of lame. Yeah, you'd think. Because you think. can do AECG in what twenty out of the four out of the six knock minutes. Walls. Yeah, blow down knock walls. Yeah, but even even then, thirty minutes on knock walls—that's ridiculous. That's just because they they can't do BF and things. and DH or whatever with the melee up, uh, group. with you can do those with melee groups because Papisa on auctions was saying that they do it with a warrior making light skill chains with mewing all the stuff on uh, Ida. So you can do them with melee no groups, just no pug is going to be competent enough and coordinate enough and geared enough and, and smart enough. Smart enough being the, the opportunity. Yeah, that's almost like my, my aftermath auto attack method, the restricted TP. Yeah, but that, that is the, the pretty much they, they improved it to that degree with a warrior. So Ugh, that, that sounds awful. <laughs> well, they they do it, so I don't know. So 
in my opinion, it's more efficient just to do the mage stuff. I don't know what theirs looks yeah. like. Maybe they have it to a way where they can do everything that way. Maybe that works for them. So for that guy in particular, I think that's a possibility. For any other pug group, absolutely fucking not. But imagine, though, is if part of this is tied to Aminon, and let's say you have to like equip your prime weapon against Aminon, then... Did that. Imagine if there's a world where that is, and you have to bring like jobs that aren't the efficient Aminon setup and just lose. You know, well, I did Aminon <laughs> right after the update, and our Rune Fencer put on the Stage Two Prime weapon and the Mage in the back lamp on the Stage Two Prime weapon, and nothing different happened. So, okay, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the thing. Maybe it's just <laughs> us. Maybe you know who knows. Maybe you have to do something else. Maybe you have and, to enter with it on. Yeah, maybe you can't know. just cheese him and have him do no TP moves. How fucked up would that be? That would be pretty awful. That would be awful. That would take <laughs> the easiest. I got a comment on a YouTube video for Aminon saying, you're so lucky that you have a group that can do this or something like that. And I said, this is the but easiest fight as long as the TP's removed. Yeah. It's it's the easiest one. If the TP's not removed, it's not easy. But if yeah, you have an hour to do it. Yeah, you have, yeah, an, fine. You have an hour to do this. He doesn't have like any regen that's significant, if at all. Like, I... Yeah, you just have to make sure you you can make a skill chain. <laughs> I, I don't want to sound pompous. I said back ago, it's one of the easiest NMs, actually. You just have to do that, and that's it. I don't want to sound like, oh, this guy is belittling my it's tough kind of response, and good job, this is hard. But it really is. It's not, it's not hard, so I don't want to sit no. there and be like, yeah, man, uh, whew, just uh, just all, opinion, all in a day's Ida, work. Ida is the most difficult of all those NMs. And even now with Ida... it'll actually punish you. Even now with Ida, I'm just doing them in two, two and a half minutes, and it's just easy. Sure. But the thing with Ida, though, is that it actually can punish you. With yes. Aminon, even if it gets off a TP move, the fight is so long you regenerate your metal anyway most of the time. So you'd have to, like, ultra fuck up to lose. Whereas Ida can screw you just with an AI change. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just think about it that way. There is a little bit of RNG present with Ida at all times. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i just, I really want to do Sortie again because everyone hates Sortie except for me, apparently. And I, I fucking love going, doing Sortie, but I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, I want to do it more. I I'm just, I don't want to make my group do it more because just because I have a moment to do it doesn't mean they do. And we all have lives and it's just not going to happen. So another thing Sorty I learned. just as long as Odyssey runs. It, well, it's two Odyssey runs, so it just feels different. One thing I did learn, unfortunately, and I already got fucked right after the update, was you do not get to store the 100 million galley cap that you get. You don't get that until you do the Voracious Resurgence mission. So I went in yep. thinking I could get more galley into the update, and I, I <laughs> Carrot and I both got zero for the whole run, and we killed Aminon, so it would have been like a 55k run, and we got nothing. Oh, get fucked. Yeah, we did get <laughs> that's fucked. That's, that's my fault for not reading the previous update notes. But oh, no. I, it was just it's ridiculous. Why? why yeah, yeah, I figured they were keeping us from that. doing it. Why can't we just start building ahead? Of, whatever. Fucking ridiculous. It's not that special that they gate it that hard. I, you know, I Imagine always if all these people did have the head start on it though, and they had actually uncapped it. Yeah, I would. I would have had tons more points <laughs> if that's the case. But, but I, I, I know I've been a big proponent of oh, you have to do the content to unlock it. But that was to actually do the stuff like everyone should do every quest uh nation mission line uh toau cop all that stuff they should do every single one of them to finish rhapsody's event a deal in my opinion but they just have to do certain points and they ignore the rest of it so my whole thing has been you should have to do every storyline that's existed forever because they're old and you should have them all done instead now they go you should have to do the entire storyline to be able to even have any points for the content you've been doing for a whole year at this point and that to me is 
I guess it's the same thing, but it's it's kind of like the the monkey's paw there, where I'm asking for something and I'm getting it in the worst curse kind of way. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I was just thinking that too. <laughs> At least raise the base to 200k now or the something. Just it's ridiculous because you need a 70k out of 100k and you can get more than 30k in a run. So they're really fucking you. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I can't really complain because I wouldn't have noticed a difference either way because I've spent it on plus three upgrades constantly because I need those until the end of time. But yeah. Yeah, it would have been nice if they could have uncapped it, though. At least it would have incentivized people to, like, at least continue doing it. Because there's a lot of interest that died off in Sorty when people capped out all their plus threes and stopped getting anything from it. So, like, if you can't just continue to accrue points, even on the off chance that you guessed correctly that the prime weapons would have it, you know, people just kind of stopped going. So, at least as frequently as they had been. This is correct. And all of the complaints there are kind of minor things compared to what's been going around the... uh the old community of people just hardcore complaining. So the yeah, things I have there, they oh, SE could always do it better. The dev team, which isn't really SE, we just say SE. The dev team could always do this better. I don't know. It's like criticism that's true of any, any product that you consume. It's almost yeah. like by definition a consumer's there to complain, right? Because well, everyone's standard is going to be different. I don't think they're there to complain. There, there are certain things... Usually I don't have complaints like this. I just say that's the way it is. And to an extent that is the way this is. I'm fine with that. Just Minor things mm -hmm. like not being able to hold any galley now that everything's done and the cap's 100 mil, I can still only hold 100k without doing the missions. I know I'm going to do the missions. There's rings and stuff. You want to do the missions. And I just started them today, which has been nice. But just the whole fact that it's, I, you know, that's just kind of ridiculous still. But that's a minor complaint compared to the, oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to quit now. Uh, I'm just glad I'm not playing. You know, like there's been a lot of those comments going around from people who were very upset that that unlike an Ionic in a single day where they can unlock every Ionic in a day. Not everyone, but they can unlock an Ionic every day if they have the points. It's just that easy to do an Ionic at this point. Or they can make literally in six hours, which is no exaggeration, you can make an Aegis in six hours. Uh, yeah. Start to finish, as long as you have the gill, which it's not hard to get that gill. It's really not. 40 mil is not expensive. That's that's peanuts. With how much you give an Ambuscade and everything. Especially with how easy Ambuscade is this month. You know, the, those are done so fast. Everything's done so fast. And bots constantly farming Dynamis, all the Alexandrite, all the other stuff in Voidwatch. All of those things are heavily botted. So they're very affordable. The Baitetsus, all that, they would not be anything. It'd be a real challenge, a no-life challenge to have to get those things if it wasn't for the massive amount of bots in this game. So the expectations of the players have been based around all this botting and everything. So... It's supposed to be harder than it is, so now that they've introduced something that can't be just overcome in a weekend or make a weapon in a month or a couple weeks, like a Mythic or something, they just look at this and it's going to take, oh, well, it's going to actually take me a whole year to make this weapon, if not two years, and they just, they lose their minds and go, this is ridiculous, because they just, there's been nothing of this nature in this game for a decade, even back since the game was 75 capped to challenge them like that, so everyone's, everyone's kind of flipping the, the chessboard over right now. Yeah. Is strange because people want more content, but then they don't want to do the content when it's released. It's choosing beggars because this game is officially after all this now. I don't think we're going to get much of anything uh, at this I'm point. Not. I think they've really before it was they they said it and you're like, yeah, okay, I'll take whatever I can get, and that's been the my attitude for a long time. But now it really feels like I've it's going from a I'll take whatever I can get to they're really not going to give anything. Is my impression now? Like it took a long time to get from that point to this point, but now that this is all done, I really think that's where we're at. Unfortunately, yeah, it could be. Um, even if that is the case, uh, 
it's just gonna it just kind of changes the dynamics of the game i, I don't think it, it in fact in my opinion it probably can change it for the better if people have the right mindsets about it so like if content that we used to all right but it depends on where people derive fun from too like content that, that we used to crush before um or that that even we didn't used to crush like look at dynamis dynamis used to only people only wanted specific setups now you can bring like basically anything and it makes dynamis more interesting when you bring anything yeah um now as we become stronger and stronger with like a finite end you can kind of reach that point where the challenge of the game starts becoming hey what type of group can i bring to this content and still win you know it becomes about the style points which if uh you know people are really looking at it the 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 cool wins the style wins are really what they should be clamoring for because that's actually interesting the the it's like who who cares if you like copy pasted somebody else's winning strategy did you you know come up with with something with like these these were done with these really ridiculous jobs and actually still pull the win off anyway because you happen to to get everything to work properly you know so a lot of the excitement could end up coming from the fact that we have unexplored territory in our approaches on the content that we already have. The gap between high end and low end in this game feels like it's at the greatest difference that it's been ever. At least that's my impression. I could be wrong. Mm. It could be completely biased or I could be somewhere in the ballpark. Who knows? But it feels like for us, you and I, Fox, we both agree that having different setups and trying to see what we can do, bringing different jobs that isn't this copy paste cookie cutter setup thing that everyone copies in a one post and tries to beat and never fight the fight again i just i'm happy in divergence now where i wasn't happy in the past compared to now now is very fun and i did sortie on thursday and even though i got no points i had a lot of fun just going in there on black mage even though it was the same kind of run i just had fun blowing shit up and i got to play black mage in a way i don't get to play so that's the thing i've always talked about is, is the most fun and rewarding now doing that every day no i get tired of it that's the problem is i just but that's the thing is i can accept that this weapon's going to take years if i'm still around in this game to do that i can accept that other people don't want to accept that so they they want to eat their cake and have it too. And I think that's the fundamental difference is you and I don't need the weapons, especially because they don't make us do much different in terms of they don't open up different sub jobs or combos or ways to play the job. They just they just reinforce the job for the most part overall. And we don't need that to do everything in the game. So you and I don't look at that and go, oh, if I don't get that, da, da, da. and I think a lot of people look at that and go, oh, I'm excluded if I don't get this because I won't have the best stuff. But it's fine if you're excluded because I don't think you don't it's going to occupy it. that slot. I don't think it's ever going to be the best. Stuff. It's the impression they have of this lofty thing they can't obtain when there's nothing. Oh, because something nothing else in the game has denied them, the and now this one thing's denied them, so they're losing their shit. Yeah. I don't know. Even if at the end of the day, like you, you take like a year or two to make one of these things, and it's just kind of like the crowning achievement—not necessarily the best thing, but just the crowning achievement on a I job. Think they you should like be the that most, way. Then good job. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the best thing. I mean, I still I use my Kokoku sometimes. And there's almost no reason to use that at all anymore. I, I used to have arguments for it, but <laughs> not really. Not anymore. I think you know, other weapons depends. should be that way, where it, it's not necessarily a, a grind fest, but a time-gated fest of... So people complain that you had to do all of the the stupid uh, stuff for Idris and Tree, all of the objective things in Adeline, the, whatever, the, the coalitions. They complain to do coalitions. It takes place while you better yeah. your character anyway. Yeah, like, if you're just starting the game, you should be doing that in addition to other things. It's not like you, it's not like everything is just like compartmental where like you have to do like the one thing first and then the next thing and then but the that's, next thing. But that's how they are. If you read all the posts in the community, that's how they actually think. And it's ridiculous. But 
So we'll process. we'll do those coalitions along the way, or, and we won't just try and do them all at once. But most people just don't do them at all until they have to do them, and they now they're trying to do every single thing at once. They put it all off. I remember doing yeah. coalitions when they first came out. And it wasn't. It was kind of cool, especially when they were brand new. But it wasn't this big hurdle for me because I had done so many coalitions that it wasn't everything all at once. It was you know maybe two thirds of it or a half of it, and that's not bad to do, especially. When I do it over time, everyone just tried to do it nonstop and they, they don't want to take a break and it just burn out and then they get upset. It's so funny you say that too, because I know that you specifically wanted to wait until VR was done to experience all the missions and stuff. But I, I, I love it when I catch people complaining about the fact that the VR missions are taking longer than they thought it was. And I'm just like, yeah, I've seen that. Cool 10, it took me a cool 10 minutes when it came out. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen people complaining that the cutscenes are long. Yeah, it's it's like stupid. It is ridiculous. It's, it's the same thing with Wings of the Goddess. We're like, oh, cutscenes are you, too long. Okay, big deal. Those those idiots had to have known they were getting something at the end of it. Like, why I've seen so many people. I just started today doing TVR, and I've seen so many yeah. people with with three or four accounts following them that they're trying to dress up to do the cosplay in chapter one. Oh, oh and it's yeah. just it's just stupid, and they're they're all. They're all so upset that they have to dress up all they do all this stuff on their characters and watch this whole cutscene and all these accounts. It's like, you know, fuck you. That's just that's, I don't that's even you. remember. Like, I remember that mission exists, but I don't remember it because I did it when it came out. That's why I wanted to wait. And now that I've started doing it, let me tell you, Fox, I have had such a good time doing that. And I'm just yeah. reading the stuff. It's it's pretty funny. It's it's good writing. I made some tweets about it. It the, was a lot better at the beginning, that's for sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> if it's all downhill from here, I can at least accept that. Dude, in, uh, in no, the first kinda, mission, Fox, like three songs. And plateau. There's three songs in the first one off the bat. I'm just like, look at all this music they made. <laughs> it is from, from oh, I, right from the opening. I I'm didn't like, know. Oh, well, I turned the music on just for this because I figured there's going to be something, oh. and it's just all like all this stuff. I'm like, oh, this this music's really good. They remixed the whole uh, that whole mystery song from COP. The dun 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 dun. Oh, really? You know, the working over goes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the one that, that leaves you with that intrigue feeling. They they took that yeah. and they made it a more upbeat, kind of lighthearted tempo with the little, like little triangles and flutes or whatever. And they like took that. It's not the same song, but it's the same, the same exact intent of that song to add like this mystery, like the, the tone of the whole thing changes when it comes on. And they made this new, awesome, like it's a, such a better version, in my opinion, of that same. I, I like the original, of course. You can't get rid of that. That first, you know, but, but the new one they made, it's so, I, I listen to this and I go, oh shit, they did a good job with this music. And I'm sitting there thinking, how much does it take for them to compose multiple songs for a storyline? I'm like, you know, we don't get much, but imagine they had to go get the composers and write music and sit there in a studio and record it and then uh, splice it into the cutscenes and everything. Like, that must have taken a lot of time and, and stuff, so... I know we don't get much, but just that kind of stuff. I really like that. Hey, man. I'm glad it's working out for you. Yeah. I knew that you would you would wait it on it. But yeah, it's just. It's it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. Who are complaining because not because they had waited, but because they just wanted to get the stuff and didn't want to put in the effort when it came out. I think they're playing the wrong game because this game isn't about yeah. just getting the stuff and going home. And most people just seem to want to get the stuff and go home anymore. And that's why that's I, a, I revel. Approach. I revel so much. Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. I revel so much when these people can't beat V25s or they fail or whatever. I revel in that because I know they're just trying to get the shit and be done. And that's not the game. So when they, they fail, I sit, I sit there and take a victory lap of, you know, you're just sitting here trying to collect all the stuff and leave the game and you don't care what you're doing and it's not fun you're really not having fun when you do that and whether they know they're not having fun or not 
or they're, they're just getting a momentary kick for a second and it just really stops being fun. Uh, that's besides the point, but just just to see them fail, because you're supposed to fail in this game and no one fails. So when you fail yeah. in the hardest stuff, I, I take a take a moment to to grin. But at any rate, that's the whole update there. And that's, you know, we talked about the weapons last time and the rings, and you took the Madonna's ring, right, Fox? Yes, I did. Madonna's love. It is very good. Very, very good. Um, Yeah, it did everything that I thought it would do. Uh, And and I mean, obviously it does, because, you know, understanding the mechanics of like fast cast isn't, you know, too difficult. But um, I had some fun. I was able to take a break from all the shit that I've had to do in real life. And at like three in the morning on one of the weeknights list last week, I was able to go out and do uh, some Locust Whiffers on Black Mage Slip Sam. And it was so fucking nice to be able to self-skill chain with Vito Hunter and close with a tier six nuke just without any issue at all. And just the TP you get back from a tier six nuke is so much different than a tier five. And uh, and I'm doing this with Hasso up because now I can hit the the 130% needed with Levitane. It's it's really really cool. And is it 130? Uh, I, I thought just... it was 92% for an elemental spell because it's 42% uh, then 50% on top. Well, of I, I I well I count I count that into it. So um, I when I when I count my fast cast, I, I count the 38 you get from Celerity, uh, elemental Celerity, and then I uh, and then I just count the the fast cast that's there. So that chunk is 80%. And then you need another 50% because Hasso is minus 50% fast cast. So it ends up being 130 in total. But yeah, it ends up being 92 because of the uh, the elemental celerity. So with, with perfect everything, I checked today because I was actually sitting there making a Hasso rule because I've been doing these as Black Mage Sub Samurai because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I was making the Hasso rule and checking the exact fast cast. If you have perfect everything, you can hit 92% already. But you can, of course, make a better set slash have better nukes slash make other jobs of better sets by using this ring. So even though I don't need it per se for Hasso, it still is, especially in the mid cast for a cold acumen set really needs it. So we'll also watch out what happens to your MP too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Because some of that gear really fucks you it, Yeah, the Merlinic gear especially just has no yeah. MP. That's what I'm using. Oh, yeah. so it's, pretty, it's pretty not great. That, that will help though. That'll be nice. But yeah, it was uh, it was really cool though. Um, it was basically Vito Hunter, Vito Hunter, Blizzard Six, and then just another Vito Hunter, Vito Hunter. And the cool thing about the Blizzard Six, though, compared to the Blizzard Five, which is what I kind of wanted to talk about there, is because it has a really large MP cost. It gives you a lot of uh, TP back, so it's kind of like you were still swinging anyway. Um, it's not you know the the full on occult acumen cheese where you can like go on full on uh, occult acumen store tp gear and all that cool stuff but i could imagine that a black mage with samurai roll because i was just doing this with trusts um a black mage with sam roll would be insane uh sub samurai and doing this i couldn't even imagine oh it's You'd great. just be this incredible powerhouse yeah that's why i always ask for sam roll and sorty when i'm on black mage i'm tempted to instead of going ninja i'm tempted to go black mage to shoal sea runs <laughs> Oh, dude! I just went thief the other night to Shoal C. That was great. Yeah, yeah, I saw you talking about that. That was that was a blast. I was thief sub monk, and let me tell you, I was not bad in the parse there. I was not beating the Dark Knight, of course, but I'm also ML twenty two compared to the ML fifty Dark Knight, and it's also a Dark Knight. So I was close enough in the parse there as my first time. I can improve what I was doing. I need to make a cape that has strength on it, weapon skill damage, because I'm I'm using Nagling with no strength, weapon skill damage cape. (laughs) 
so yeah, to be o- to be only six percent behind the Dark Knight when it's all over with that was I was very surprised. That is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, for for a thief, yeah. For sure, you you get uh you get access to a lot of cool stuff with Submonk, and actually, like Submonk is becoming one of my favorite subjobs. Dude, imagine um, going into the Halo on the last floor, Submonk, and being able to use dodge to cap your evasion and still fighting without having <laughs> to throw on some ridiculous stuff. I didn't even think about that because, like, it's all of my experience is like we talked about it in the Discord, and like I was talking about it from like the ninja perspective, and you're doing it from the thief perspective. Uh, I should have used dodge, honestly. I didn't even think of it. Um, I imagine it is a huge boost and it probably would have made it a lot easier. I just use shadows. I'm able to get, it was like in my idle set without having to wear any special weapons. I'm just wearing Twashtar and Futsetto. So I don't even have the evasion from the Gluttys knife. I was able to get, it was like before songs or anything else. I was, it was like 1380 evasion or some nonsense. And I could improve that too. I don't have other gear on that would improve that. I can, I can get that number better because this is in like, this is in like Nayame gear with the plus three feet and stuff. So it's <laughs> that's such a high evasion that without any songs, if I put on a set on the last floor without even dodge, I should be close to cap evasion on stuff and, and she'll see. But just in my idle mm-hmm. set now going nuts, which means on the first couple floors in my normal TP set, I'm actually evading mobs that I'm fighting while also countering. But the skeletons we had in that run, we had a couple floors of skeletons. And right from the yeah. start, I was just just a surin fisting nonstop because I'm getting all these crits and I made a little mm-hmm. set and everything for my hand to hand with Bloody's body and everything because of the crit it's rate. So good. Oh yeah, I'm critting nonstop and getting TP nonstop as soon as I'm done weapon skilling and like I'm almost done ready to weapon skill again and I'm just destroying yeah. these skeletons. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Dark Knight with his club using this Lazotic mace and I'm just like ah, it's must suck to be you right now, Dark Knight. <laughs> Got no fencer, feels bad. Yeah, I had. Uh... I, I had a lot of fun with it. Like Zernfist, it, it sounded like our outcomes for Zernfist were, were pretty similar uh, between like Monk and, or not Monk, but but Ninja and Thief. But what people have to realize when they're listening to this is that we aren't on Monk. <laughs> like we aren't, we we aren't on that job. Like I I remember the times I've gone Monk. I, I have yes, and I have hit cap damage on Monk in in Sortie with Howling Fist, but or not Sortie, um, Shulsi, because that's what we're talking about. But uh, you don't do that on those other two jobs. No. And the first the first time I rolled up on, I think it was like, I think it was like a floor three mage skeleton. And I hit that shit with like 2k raging fists on, on ninja. It did like 71k damage and the mom just exploded. <laughs> and even then just attacking the skeletons in the first cool. floor, since I'm critting nonstop with my hand to hand. I'm hitting these skeletons for like 27, 2,500 yeah. damage a hit, and I'm getting yeah. triple attacks and stuff going on. So I'm having attack rounds where I'm doing 17,000 damage and attack rounds of the skeleton. And I'm just, it's ridiculous just to be able to do that because I don't even do that on, when I go clubs on Blue Mage, of course I kill him with Black Halo, but my melee right. damage is nowhere near what that hand to hand's doing. Yeah, but, but you're, you're, expecting that though because like that's one of the big talked about weapons like you expect savage blades to be massive you expect black halos to be massive with maxentius you don't you, you don't expect you know, people, people, people understand that karambit is good yeah but we're not on monk <laughs> that's the thing like karambit is really good but it's also really really good when you're not on monk and you just sub monk instead so yeah it's, i will uh, tell it's, you it's that a thing and i'm glad we're talking about that it. niggling <laughs> thief feels really bad but it's fine because itp it 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 does it feels really bad it feels really fucking bad it feels bad when i use it because my thief's bad so. it's really bad even having pdl in that job i don't even do it my bloomish does wow yeah it's bad but 
because you don't you don't have the same gear. I mean, even though it's just mostly Naomi, well, it's Naomi. It is, yeah. but it's just the job itself. It just big difference in the attack you have and the strength you have on higher floors. Imagine going to the last floor. I'm on the last floor doing like 41k savage blades as a thief. That just feels really bad in the last floor. Oh yeah, that's, that's like low bard or something. Yeah, that's that's low. <laughs> that's how I feel on bard. It always feels fucking awful. Yeah, basically it's like a bard savage blade, and that feels pretty bad in the last floor. The first couple floors, it's fine. It's just the your ability drops off because you don't have all the extra buffs other jobs have. Yeah, and on a job like bard, like you're generally using the uh, TV bonus offhand, whereas the thief doesn't have to. Um, I mean, I'm, but Thief I can support it because it has better accuracy in its gear and its ability. Right. I go in on Bard, and because it's a dagger, like the uh, the Bard on floor four should actually be giving themselves a madrigal. And uh, yeah, I uh, I have to do that. I notice the the drop off from having less attacks. So I, I switched the Gladys knife in the last floor, but for the most part, if I get a little bit more in my master levels there, and if I had different food on, even if I just had different food on, I'd be fine. Uh, just mm-hmm. more master levels because I was using cheesy potatoes because mm-hmm. I like the evasion, the attack. Of course, I could probably do something better, but I, I needed to. I wanted both things there because thief can take point when you're doing that, and it's kind of nice. You don't want to bite off more than you can chew. The job still gets. It's still kind of a paper job, but if you don't bite off too much, it's nice to be able to take the mobs and 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 hopefully counter, but just to occupy their attention. So that the other people aren't in danger, the warrior, the dark knight, the corsair, the bard. If I do yeah. it right, it's, it's going to take some finessing to get ready to picking off a chunk of mobs. Because I don't like when Carrot runs in there and, and gets beat the fuck up, especially in the last floor. I want to run in there if I can get ahead of everything and, and be the one to pull them because I can actually evade. And Because uh, yeah. it's just about that. That's what that job can do. So we had in the Discord, Felgars goes, how do you use Thief in content? And that that's how you use Thief. I'm I'm using three different weapons. I'm doing a good respectable amount of damage, only six percent behind the Dark Knight, which is pretty damn good. And we're clearing everything still, and I'm able to take point and hopefully make the runs an easier transition. And that's how you apply that job perfectly right there. And that's that's the enjoyment you get out of taking like a thief to Shoal C. Something no one takes Thief to Shoal C, they just don't do it. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of random fanatics like Melfina or someone that do they do take Thief to Shoal C. But other, I, I think we're at the point where we can just start bringing. Yeah, that's the point. Is with master levels and everything, yeah. and the gear we have now, you can do that. Yeah. I, back when Shulsi first came out, Thief was a poor job to take to to that content, and now, now it's actually a respectable job to take when you sufficiently have geared it. Yeah, I believe that. Like anyone who can use like a multitude of, of weapons is probably just going to be fine. <laughs> I think. I think people overthink that too much. You would think so, but they they overthink yeah, everything. It's, it's really cool. It's really cool. You got to actually like apply something like that though, and actually use like hand to hand thief or like something weird. Hand to hand thief, dagger result. thief, sword thief. Oh man! Because like I imagine people can like listen to this sort of thing and know that you know they're probably they probably know what they're talking about. They, they probably have like a medium outcome. You know, you can probably do it. But I mean, only being six percent behind a dark knight is is pretty good. It's there to show that you can still apply a job that isn't the heaviest DD in the game. You can still apply a job to a cat's in the box. I hear it this time. I usually don't hear it. Yeah, and now he's done. Uh, you can apply a job that's not this, you know, they only want the strongest R15, ML, whatever, DDs, but you can apply a job that's not the strongest in the game and use its unique talents because I get terms gear, I can counter there. If I wanted to make a different set, I could throw on Bathy Choker with Evasion and Counter. You've got a lot of options there on Thief that I can explore and kind of tinker around with. I want to 
you know, keep damage up, but I also, so I, I want to look at my sets over time and that's, that's fun. I get to do that and start revising my stuff and, and honing my approach there. So I get even better at what we're doing there. And maybe I can apply different ways and I can throw on my gandering path C and go pull stuff. Right. You know, there's, I have a lot of options there instead of just being on, I like going Dragoon too, but I just kind of just kill stuff, just kill, kill, kill. But thief, I had to do yeah. something different there and it's nice. So it's good to be able to see that if you invest in a job and this and that, you're not going to get to go to a run unless you make it because, of course, no one would invite a thief. <laughs> but it's just there to show that you can be rewarded in this game, as always, especially now, if you just apply yourself to what you like to do and you can have a lot of fun doing it. Because I've been having a lot of fun lately. Yeah, yeah just, just take the burden off of thinking you always have to be doing the best thing at all times. The I'm sure there is something better than that. Yeah, And I'm getting... So it actually doesn't matter. Because and... <laughs> I'm almost yeah. level 23 now in Thief. And I've got nothing but master levels on Thief in there. I really haven't taken too much of anything else. It's only Shoal A that I've been doing before in Thief. And now I'm taking it to Shoal C. And I'm getting even more points. So 23 and master levels of Shoal. And if someone's sitting there thinking, oh, well, these, these fucking elitists talking about how good their shit is, that they can bring whatever job into Shoal C and be fine. I only get like 10k segments when I go in and farm. Well, just continue working at it. Like, I'm not saying that we're doing it because we're doing it. We're just saying it's possible if you actually like put some time and invest some, or put some investments into a job that you actually care about. If you have R25 Naomi and you have a, yeah. a strength weapon skill damage back, you're doing better than I do without a strength weapon skill damage back. <laughs> so it can't be that elitist. A thirty strength, man. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just it's making, like, it's like an R15 bonus. I'm just making up a set of what seems to make sense in front of me. I'm just looking at the gear I have. I'm not running a spreadsheet or doing anything else. I, I made a set for a certain fest. Yeah. I'm like, this looks like it would be good. It's like, I so for being that. an elitist, it's I'm like, this looks like it works. Well, I mean, we get, we get accused of that sometimes, but yeah. the, the thing is, I used to, I used to do a lot more math than people think I do. I, I got lazy with it too. I, I, I found it doesn't matter. <laughs> like once you know the, the ballpark of like, the level of the, the thing you're fighting, you don't really need to do that anymore. Unless you you're know, really just... struggling and you're trying to really min-max when you're doing the V25 yeah. clears, that's when you really try to do it. But otherwise, yeah, you really don't have to. To be honest, I didn't really do it on the V25 clears either. <laughs> uh, depending on how we were doing, we had some real moments of refining our sets, so... <laughs> Uh, I mean, at least the tier threes. We're still we're still fighting Bumba. We haven't been yeah. able to do it very often because of my real life shit. So. I heard that there was an event with Blame, and you had the reset you needed, but he had his his one hour scholar macro and his skill chain macro, and he hit it again. And yeah, he uses he scripts out his um, his uh, skill chains. Unfortunately, he used Tabula Rasa again. I refuse to do it, but I also. By not doing it, so I was just like, I know the blame's gonna do that, so blame just do it. Um, I also didn't mind going geo because I know when to cast and stuff, and I had a feeling that I was getting walled by other people because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my setup's better than his, but like, I, it's not really like a contest or anything. Like, I just wanted the best chances for being able to clear it. So there's there's a certain point where I'm just like, you know what, I'll just be the guy that goes that goes a different job instead. You know, let's put someone else in there because I saw that. On our initial attempts when I was on Scholar, like there were some situations where I had some latency issues or like some lags. My internet's not the best here. And, you know, when, when that's a real problem and that's not like something you're just blaming something on, because there are plenty of times I just fucked up too. Um, when that's a real problem, like sometimes you just have to be like, well, I guess it's not going to be me this fight. I don't get to be the guy. And that, that's okay. It, it's okay not to be the guy all the time. So, uh, 
Uh, so I got a bunch of stuff sent to my delivery box, Fox, from like eight, nine different characters just loading me up with shit. And they're all named Trove Mule 1, Trove Mule 7, you know, all these fucking accounts. And I got in the Discord just now when we're doing this. What did you do to be so loved, Hayai asked. And Prothascar said he wrote a compendium of deceit and lies designed to caps lock get ahead of the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> compendium of deceit and lies. You know, <laughs> people actually think that. I've, I've, I've encountered that where people have thought that I've made a bunch of nonsense up to... I don't know. You, you do enjoy spiting people. I sure? do. Yeah. But not, not <laughs> when I'm trying to put effort into making some resource now. I mean, I put stupid shit in there to spite people, but the resource is still there. Sure. I don't know. I never look into it, so I always have to ask the, like the hard question. It's the like, well, question. are you just being a dickbag? <laughs> like, because you never know. Well, the follow up from from Outcast here was get spiced. <laughs> okay. Speaking of table, table, who was the one who came up with get spiced, idiot. <laughs> He, when he saw that the new weapon was uh, stuff like that, uh, with all the galley and everything and spamming sorted to make a prime weapon, his immediate response was, well, I'm never coming back now. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's talked about how much he hates Sorty. He basically quit the group over hating Sorty at this point. He just he just said, I'm out. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's your thing. <laughs> Get spliced, idiot. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I do miss Table very much. Well... On the plus side, he's not doing something he dislikes. So True. He is still doing his disc golf and everything else, and he still hangs out in the Discord, so that's nice. It's not like there's other people who have we've had leave the group after um, stuff that I'm glad are gone and, and I'm, I should have gotten rid of sooner. It's not like that. Yeah. Because one of those people is on Horizon. <laughs> oh, really? And let's just say from the outside looking in now, watching them do the same stuff all over different groups and... and doing all the bullshit of manipulating and, and throwing a tantrum and this and that and, and complaining about unfair treatment and, and this and that. Watching from the outside now, and I get to sit there and I go, oh, oh, I've seen this before. Fuck you. I'm glad you're gone. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you have to see it from a different perspective to go, oh, how did I ever, ever put up with this person? Yeah, I always kind of wonder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine never admitting that you're wrong. <laughs> the person... The person quits. Oh, wait for my apology, and you never apologize, so they quit. Right. Sorry, you're not getting one. Oh, wait. Some say they're still waiting for an apology to this day. Maybe. Or they forgot about it. Who knows? Who knows? At any rate. You smoke an intense amount of chronic. You tend to forget things. At any rate. Intense amount of chronic, yeah. When you tend to be a man-child. So, (laughs) Fox... It's been a uh, segment we haven't had in quite a long time, but question mm-hmm. we weren't asked, but we're going to answer anyway. We yeah, have you warned me about this before <laughs> yeah, the show, so... too. Then didn't allude to anything. Oh, so yeah. I this time I didn't say anything. Before I said the, the stuff and you go, what? what? I, I said some of the ridiculous things before we even did the episode. And I go, this time I'm not going to yeah. do that because the free campaign just concluded uh, four days ago. So we have all of the lingering great questions. And Fox, let's start off with a softball here. Is the Ea hat worthwhile for anything as Red Mage? Got it from the SP Goblin Key today. I'm currently running a gear set Basto on Jockery Plus One that is supposed Basto on Jockery Plus One that's supposed to be good for enfeebling magic, but the substats for this hat seem really good for what's 
going and it's going for 1.4 mil. I have not done any high-end content yet besides Ambuscade. Is it worth holding on to or should I just sell it for Gil? Current gear set. Weapon is Toko Sword slash Eminence Shimtar. All body is Jockery plus one, which I guess is every piece of gear. Jockery plus one. Earrings is Flash Word slash Flash Word slash Influx earring. Neck is Duelist Torque. Rings are Jockery slash Anyamo rings. And cape is Sokelos cape. So should they sell this hat, Fox? I, I'm guessing I, I'm going to go on a limb and just say that the equipment that you rattle off is for nuking, right? Well, and the, I'm assuming it's magic bursting. I don't know that. That's uh, yeah. Well, they they'd be nuking an eminent shimtar, S C H I M T A R, and Toko Sword. Yeah, I mean that's probably not even equipping. So um, <laughs> Toko Sword's an interesting one. I'm surprised that isn't. That's the main hand. Okay, well I I think it has stats in the main hand. I, I don't know. I can't remember. I, I'm sure they'll get there. Uh, like nuking at a bunch of Jackery plus one, and then like also having access to an AI hat plus one is definitely. Suspect, it's AI had NQ. Oh, NQ from the Goblin okay. Key. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, just keep it. There you go. Yeah, I don't. I don't see where where the big thing is. Just just keep the damn hat. It's pro- probably better than what you're nuking in. What is it? The Jockery head? There's a lot wrong with that. Yeah, it was Jockery Head. So, Fox, we're gonna we're gonna take a step up to the next tier here. Um, we have that didn't really that wasn't really painful. I just didn't care. That was a softball. <laughs> that was a softball, Fox. It was a softball. That's true. The next one is I'm trying to get the sack of fish bait from the Goblin Robbers in Zeta, but it's not dropping. Does anyone know why the sack of fish bait is not dropping? Uh, that one I'm not familiar with. I'm guessing that it drops from something else. It's just a normal drop from goblins in the area for the Samurai oh. AF. I think. Uh. So what's their problem? Like, the the sack of fish bait's not dropping. They continue to farm it. Like how how many do they kill? Like how long have they been doing? It just says it's not I, dropping. It's I not, don't it's remember not it being Fox. a problem. Like I own a full set of of samurai artifact gear. I at least I think most of it's plus three. Like I I don't know. I, I know I got it at one point. I don't remember it being a huge issue. <laughs> I don't have these problems. Like, you know, if, if you if you think you farmed enough, you you probably haven't, you know, because you you clearly don't have the drop. So, moving on to the next one about the same tier here. Is there any sane way to farm Imperium plus one gear? I've been killing the Cockatrice NM in Ottawa for Red Mage seals for about three and a half hours, and I have exactly one seal so far. I can only proc mm-hmm. it maybe one out of twelve times. So. <laughs> Definitely level a job real quick to can Brocket. And uh, if that's that much of an issue, but basically you have to wait your time against doing that or just trying to get the drop naturally. <laughs> and honestly, I found that uh, there, are, there are some that I got lazy in Brute Forest and it really wasn't that bad, but maybe I got lucky. I just get the eye coupons and I would just simply, if I'm yes, a new player, wait for too. the eye coupons and just do other gear and other stuff in the meantime because there's a lot of other stuff you can do as a new player. I suppose. I. It doesn't hurt to work on that shit anyway, even if you are waiting on the eye coupon, you know, stuff to happen. Like, there are some important pieces. Like, if you're a white mage, you should probably get those legs, right? Or if you're a red mage, you should probably get every piece of gear. So, like, if they're on red mage, then they, they want to get that because they should be upgrading to Imperium plus two and then eventually plus three. Well, every Imperium plus two for a new player would be amazing gear because they're a new player with... It's true, yes. But, like, the red mage set specifically is ridiculous. <laughs> so... Um, it's probably like the greatest the greatest upgrade that they can get. And I would say that because the potential of that gear on the top end is so good, every ounce of time they put into farming the seal incorrectly because 
because the coupon I seal event isn't going is still not wasted. I think they're just farming incorrectly because they're on red mage or whatever job and they have no proc. Yeah, just just, Why just find a black mage real quick proc or, or red mage. Or... Oh yeah, that's right. It's it's uh, elemental magic. Just a black mage does most of the procs. Most of them. You won't I get them all. Black mage but... the bard usually. Yeah. So in the same spirit here, any way to get 119 gear without doing a Wildskeeper Reeve? Wildskeeper Reeves aren't even 119. It's like 115 gear or something weird. Are they talking about the thing, though? The um, uh, the ROV? Um, I don't know, because all I know is the 119 gear. It's just 115 gear from Wildskeeper Reeves. That's not even 119. Like, the Delve stuff's 119. Uh, the, that's the tier. Okay, let, let's go on to a better one here, Fox. Okay. I've just come back and realized that these were going to be worse. No, 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 no. We're, we're upgrading over time here. I've just come back uh, and realized my fully merited 99 jobs have ellipses, zero job points. So I started soloing these with my trust. Just dipped my toes in some Mandy's outside of Adeline. Super easy. But they only give 280 ish capacity points, and a job point is 30,000 capacity points. Is there anything that gives in the 1,000 plus range? I've got a 99 warrior, thief, black mage, or corsair. No Oxford comma. With pretty good gear from that era. Now with thrift store 117 gear. Sorry, I couldn't make sense of it without the Oxford comma. Um, yeah, go fight Apex stuff. <laughs> it's just cool looking up, man. I know. <laughs> I, 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 are these the kind of responses these people are getting? Like, is someone telling this person to go fight Apex things? Fox, the same person has posted, I sent an Ia Hopalanda to my main character from a mule, level 99 black mage slash red mage slash geo, with item level 119. I'm a level 99 black mage. Why can't I equip the Ia body? Well, you can see a series of letters followed by a number up there. It's going to be SU and then 3. And you have to match that to the job points you're trying to earn. Which will happen at about five hundred. <laughs> SU three gear, man. Look it up. I okay. wonder if they're gonna. I wonder if they're gonna go buy a Crochio too. So let's go to the last <laughs> tier here, Fox. Without me looking any deeper. People use it. <laughs> Here's the last tier. Is Glavoid sure. impossible to kill? <laughs> so. <laughs> so so here's the here's the story that, that's fox such a nuclear question Here, here's, here's the story so i never got around to getting twashtar and thought i might as well do it and i just went this is no periods anywhere and i just went through the hassle of gathering up all of the items and summoning this thing still no period only to find everything every time i'm about to kill it it jumps back to 100 percent. no matter what i do how much damage this keeps happening oh there's a comma how much damage? okay here's a period I fought it for 45 minutes before I finally got kicked out of Abyssia. Dot, 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 WTF, question mark? I bet there was a line of pissed off people behind <laughs> it, too. Well, there's three pop spots for it, so. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that true. That is that's true. true. That's funny. 45 minutes before they got kicked out of Abyssia. That's, that, <laughs> is, that, is, that is amazing. I'm surprised they weren't killed by Disgorge, dude. <laughs> oh, man. It's impossible to kill. It just could go back to 100% no matter what. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, it's Glavoid impossible to kill. Well, you see it's got modes and you should probably look it up. <laughs> it's it's just gorging itself and all that damage. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I forget, if you get it low, does it actually lock it into that mode? No, it just next happening? T next TP mode. You're thinking of uh um, oh, okay, so, so you're so thinking it's of Onikafora and yeah. Okay. It's not a mode, it's yeah, just yeah. TP move. 
Yeah, okay, okay. I don't know. It's been a while for Glavoy, but but I knew it had like the same mechanics because like, I remember them <laughs> vividly. <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah, it's the minute you said Glavoy, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I still see people stumble on Onokovora too. Like they don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh... You know, I, I don't know. I fought it, it for take 45 minutes before I finally got kicked out of Abyssia. What the fuck? It's yeah. so good. I feel like you could have spent some of that 45 minutes trying to figure out the problem instead of repeating the same thing. Yeah, imagine, imagine <laughs> think of how long 45 minutes is. You're like halfway through rush hour two, and you're sitting there, <laughs> sitting there and you haven't figured out, you should probably just stop and look up with what the problem is, because you go, why does this keep happening? If it's happened in 45 minutes, think of how many times that's have gone to 100%. It has to have at least been 20 times. I mean, how long does it take to get done? And he, the dude also wasn't noticing that he was taking it down and then it was filling back up and he was taking it down and it was filling back up. <laughs> like you which look at the chat log and you see you've healed it. He didn't fight it. His bot fought it for 45 minutes while he was oh, on no. That's what happened. That, that is my guess. Is that his easy farm fought it or some shit? I don't know. It's ridiculous. Because, like, you would notice. You would notice when you're doing damage, you would notice when you're not, and be like, hey, maybe I should figure that out. And then, like, type into Google, it's like, why does my damage change, Glavoid? Just pull the Glavoid page up. Yeah, eventually, well, that's just that's just the point. Like, that's a bad search for Glavoid, right? But eventually, you would find Glavoid, the page, and hopefully you would read anything about it on that page. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not great. <laughs> So they did say in the recent update here, there was a the post update interview with uh, with Matsui and uh, and the fuck uh, Yojito, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because Matsui's gone. He's still on the things for whatever reason. And they said that there is an encore. It might have just been a poor translate here, but it says um, that there is an encore coming for the voracious resurgence so yeah they said they still have a little bit of content to give us okay. and i think that might be the master trials and stuff they were talking about yeah maybe you get a master trial for doing it all yeah i think that's cool yeah hopefully they said they had more glowy weapons i know that some people speculated it was those like red weapons or whatever and i really hope they're not because those are basic as fuck but um yeah hopefully <laughs> i would not want to do a master trial so i could lock style like what what effectively ends up being a um a red relic weapon, but uglier. I'm hoping that that purple glow is something from the weapons we get that we can, uh, that's the last stage and like only the special people grow, glow purple because then we can all be cool purple glowy people. After a year of work, we can we can glow purple like the best of them. That's right. With most of these weapons, you could lock style that in and use something better. <laughs> Maybe, man. I don't know. Like, part of me also wants to give in to full chaos and, no pun intended, and make the uh, the katana, <laughs> just because I like ninjas so much. But I just I just know that that weapon skill is not going to be nearly as good as having an Opashoro. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be really disappointed if the uh, staff weapon skill isn't magical. Like, if these are all physical weapon skills, then that's just, you know, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> they should put some thought into that one. Like the the club weapon skill and the staff weapon skill should be magical at least. But, Hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm just a dude. Yeah, I'm just a dude. Who knows? Clearly, I don't know what I want. <laughs> Someday. Let's see. I'm trying to pull something up, but how are you doing, Fox? How am I doing? That's a that's a question. So, 
um, this quarter's almost done. And boy, have I done a lot of final projects. <laughs> so I had, uh, so two of my classes had month-long final projects that we're doing. Uh, one of them is in a group. One of them was just on my own. Um, I've got another class that uh, is just really hard content. So it's been a really rough, uh, rough quarter. It's just been really busy. So I've tried to set aside as much time as I can just to just to be sane and be a person that talks to people instead of just sits in front of a computer. Um, I ended up getting uh, one of my final projects done. I wrote a, a music player in C++. It should be fine. Everything's good to go there. Um, you know, I SQL is not too hard to grasp. I, I have a database course that I'm taking. And um, yeah, SQL, MySQL is not that difficult. So it's a pretty, pretty straightforward language. That, that stuff's not bad, but I have a, there's an intro to software engineering course that I'm taking. And I say intro, but it is like a high 300s course. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty robust. And uh, I ended up getting assigned on a team with two other classmates. Like I didn't have a choice in who I, who I worked with. Not that I know any of these people anyway, but they are, they are two kids and they definitely are used to putting things off because we've never had a project this big be assigned in in this uh, uh, in this degree path, and I I've been telling them like we have a Discord and stuff. It's like we need to be doing X X and X, and like some people just didn't listen to me at all. Some people just decided to do other things, and basically, I'm making a really long story out of just being impossibly fucked. Um, where I'm probably going to have to make this whole thing work. And, you know, that's just kind of the way things roll. And I'm sure everyone has one of these stories, but I just wanted one time where, like, maybe I didn't have to deal with this. And uh, there's one guy who has done nothing on this project. Um, he just started um, the the user interface on, on like, the, the, uh, the consumer side. Because like we're, we're we're trying to do social media, so I'm explaining this poorly. So we, we tried to do a social media platform, which is a terrible project to try to do in a month in a group of, on a team of three. Yeah, you should have done something different. Yeah, we should have. But the Zoomer wanted to do fucking social media because he's a Zoomer. Fox, so, you sound old when you say that. Yeah, and I'm doing that on purpose too. Oh my! Because I'm, I'm fucking I'm fucking tired of it, man. Like I see this shit all the time. It's frustrating. It must be hard to be in college nowadays. It it, it is for someone who's older. I'll tell you. Wasn't it always because difficult for you, you get these? Them? Because the the problem is, and this is gonna be like a kids get the fuck off my lawn moment. But like, man, they have no urgency on things. Like they think that they can just put things off to the last minute and not do anything. That's procrastination's and, a natural tendency for people, though. But young people are worse yeah, with procrastination. Yes, that's just it's a younger thing. Bad. But basically, like, there's one dude who's done nothing but draw a picture of what we want to do. Oh man, did he draw boobs? No, he didn't draw boobs. Ah, that would have been more constructive. That would have made a better picture. <laughs> but yeah, did, did he draw uh, boobs with just an okay box? No, dude, there was there was just an okay box on it. That's definitely true. <laughs> no, that was his actual coding submission as of two days ago. He could uh, he could he could have wrote eight zero zero and an okay, and it would also have been more boobs. It was a it was a blank pop up box with an okay button, on it, which is like box. the base, which is the base code you get out of Scene Builder Java FX. Uh, so that was cool. Um, I about lost my mind on that, but when that happened, know, like, that's I, when you finally lost it. And you're like, oh, and this is never getting done I've, now. Yeah, I've been yelling at these people for like a month now. I I'm the only person with commits in the GitHub that have actual code that I've written. Like everyone else, the other, there's one dude who did a bunch of auto generated code for SQL queries. And then there, there's that dude who drew the picture. 
that not not in you know an IDE or anything in a development environment or anything. Just he, he drew a legit picture and submitted it to us. He drew. Like, I, I, I really wanted to look like this, and I was like, "The <laughs> fuck are you doing in this class, dude? Do you have you ever written code?" He drew the picture, and here I am with like fully documented fucking classes and codes and stuff. And <laughs> I feel like Outcast would hear this moment and just die a little bit and said he he probably knows he, he's, he's probably seen people who get hired and then don't fucking do anything because they're just like this kid and yeah i i've i've been writing this code and i'm, I'm trying to make my section of it because the, the guy doing the sql stuff is our back end that we connect to a database on you know i was originally going to do that but he just decided to take it on himself to do it and i'm kind of glad um, I'm doing the the database admin inter, uh, interface, which means this is where someone from like the business end can go in and manipulate the data that that is there in case there's like law requests, you know, legal stuff, um, backend stuff that gets stuck and you have to delete it. Like I'm doing that section of it, and that kid who drew the picture was supposed to do the front end GUI, um, the user interface, and all he's done is shown an OK box. So we're going to present this. That's okay, boss. It, 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 it's due on Friday, and we're going to present it on the 4th. Or on, sorry, on the 6th. Oh my. So I get to stand up in front of a class and explain to them how we explain to everybody how we failed because I don't trust them to even show up because they haven't even come to a class yet. So why get, are they going to show up? How do you assign someone who's never even come to class? Uh, sorry, two people who have never come to class. How did they, like, as a teacher who takes attendance and roll call, yes, like he just marks if you're there. Correct? They don't take attendance. They college. just they don't notice if no one's ever come to the class. They just assign a no project and they've never. No, no, no. There were plenty of people coming to the class. The people I'm paired up with just happen to be the two people who aren't going to class. So, but I'm just saying there's no way he's noticed that they've never gone to class. No, no. How big is the class? It's, it's, not, it's not like that. It's, uh, I think, 30 people. So at a group of 30 people, he's never noticed that multiple people have never gone there and you happen to get all those people in your group? Yeah, because after uh, after the first day, if you don't see two people in the class and they never show up again, you think your class is fine. I've had professors like, that make notes of who comes to class because it's important, or actually take literal. No, attendance. you you have you have to you have to do it in the first week, but they teach so many classes that yeah, you know, but you still can't you can't remember everybody. I can empathize with that because I I had a hard time learning people's names and faces when I used to teach classes. Yes, there's learning names and, and faces, and there's just realizing that. Some people are never coming. So when you look at the list, you don't assign those people to a group. They'd well, go they, the he, he can't apply a name to anything. Like he can, he could, I, I guarantee you, he couldn't apply a name to me. Yeah. But I have the highest grade in the class. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, I, right now, I'm just trying to keep my dean's list because I want to be able to to put that on resumes and stuff. Because I'm, I'm not a kid. I, you know, I'm older. So like, companies are going to have more of a risk hiring me. And I need all the benefits that I can. Like, they can afford to fuck around. I can't afford to fuck around. And when I have to get paired up with them and they don't even bother going to class, like, they don't even understand the concepts that I'm explaining to them into our Discord. Like, when you're at the point where, where you're doing, like, software engineering, like, you should be able to understand, like, what a command pattern is or simple things, like, you, you or what an adapter is. And they had no idea. They had no idea what I was talking about. And like most of the people listening to this, if they still even are, won't know what they're talking about either. But you will get the folks who who do develop things and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I at least remember that, even if they don't actually have to, like, apply it. But they, these are like things that that they, they just don't even know how to do. 
And uh, it's just really frustrating being the only person who seems to care. Like they don't even seem to care. So you're kind of just it, ready it's, to watch it's baffling. Number. Like it's it costs so much money to do this, and they just don't care. I, I don't know, man. Are you ready to watch it's, it all burn? Oh yeah, I'm absolutely going to burn the one guy. Absolutely, because I'm going to get up in front of the class. I'm going to explain to them how stupid we were to pick fucking social media as a uh, as a uh, a final project. And I'm just going to be candid as hell when when I run through my my admin side that works. I'm going to pass the mic off to the fucking kid who didn't do anything. I'm going to let him explain why his his shit doesn't work. And then I'm going to burn him with the uh, the Discord conversations and uh, the GitHub. Oh, I wish I could see this. I'm going to incinerate him. Because, fuck it, dude, I'm tired. I, I, got, I got fucked by people who weren't qualified in the past, and I'm getting fucked by people who aren't qualified now. And they need to burn. Now so you're understanding I, why I'm so hostile. Yeah. There, there is, in fact, a burning of a field that needs to be done so you can actually harvest. Yes. And, you know, I don't I don't mean to sound old because like I'm saying like Zoomer this and Zoomer that. But I mean, that's that's the attitude that everyone around me has in these in the, in any of these classes. Like nobody gives a shit. Well, I mean, when we were younger, we didn't have any any driver and, you know, well, yeah, that's, why us. that's why I'm in college now. Right. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but yeah, but eh, I don't know. It's frustrating, dude. It is. It's so, I, yeah, I'm we talk about this game magic. too. This is just this the thing we talk about in this game manifesting in your college class. Yeah, I, I'm basically making it so that we have something to present, and we're we're gonna be presenting social media. But I'm gonna show them how the admin works <laughs> because the, the front end the front end is gonna be a joke. Like we're gonna get fucking laughed at. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, box. Oh, yeah. I, I hope he's, they, gonna, he's gonna present his okay box. I hope they enjoy he, it. I ask twice a week every week if people needed help and nobody ever asks for help ever they just the one guy just committed to not being to not communicating what he was doing while he built the back end and the other guy decided to just draw pictures <laughs> I, I i can't it's fucking mind-blowing i don't know uh in game i haven't been able to do anything except for what i described on black mage though because like that that was fantastic i loved seeing that to come together that was that was wonderful to go out there and just fight wivers i know that's as boring as like watching paint dry i had to fight a bunch of bots to get claims and stuff because they're actually starting to bot wivers now Jeez, it looks like i i think it's because the bards are 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 aoe sleeping them yeah they're (laughs) they're starting my my bot doesn't work against the colibri as well yeah. Could you just go do the Beatles in Rampier's Tomb? Probably. They have higher evasion. Yeah. But I mean, it is. I am using a Levitain, though, so it has a lot of accuracy on it. Maybe. Maybe. So, I don't know. Maybe not the highest end Beatles, because I think I don't have quite enough accuracy for that. I think I'm off by like 60, but I could probably do like the second highest tier, assuming they're not being bothered, of course. Yeah, there's usually. But when you're solo, with trust, trial, but there was someone up there last time. Probably, yeah. When you're solo with trust, though, um, you really don't need that many mobs. Like you can get a consistent chain. I like. I think I get to like chain fifty, and usually I quit after chain fifty because I've just gotten enough XP and I decided to leave. But uh, you can just keep killing things as long as you're killing it in chain. You're good. I think I was getting like fifty k an hour solo, which is decent for trusts. You know. Um, I really wish that Black Mage could do better things in Crawler's Nest because, like, you go to fight like the scorpions and the and the fungar that nobody fight, 
and like you can fight them no problem but the but the thing is is Vito Hooner is not going to do any damage to them yeah they so resist you kind of get nerfed Fungars especially yeah you could do crawlers but eh. I was actually murdering the Velk uh, for a long time in uh, Will Gates I went to the I'd Mershami the number Locus 4 and crawlers went, better than no, the Velk they are the Velk are really low XP unfortunately yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't they do explode uh, honestly it's it's fine like they they don't ever do anything to you because you're on black mage <laughs> like your enmity is really low you just bring out the tank trust and you just veto hooner your balls off so i do that on ninja too because i instantly kill them yep so it's either that or either that or wivers um we're still fighting bumba we're still trying to figure out how you to just do get lucky better, that. i think is about it well, I mean, we've gotten it down to 23. Um, we get it down to 30 a bunch of times, and that's only with, like, two good costras because we don't get the reset, and we start at 74% every single time. So, like, it, it seems fine. And, like, if we had gotten, you know, a third and a fourth costra off, we probably would have won some of those. But I don't know. It's out of my hands, man. I just It's going to require a reset if you're starting at 74. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It absolutely will. So it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I mean, Blaine's bl- hitting... Blame's hitting 87k costers. That'll do it. You just need the reset then. So it's annoying you have the aura problem, but then yeah. you also have to have a reset, which is not guaranteed. We got a yeah. one three. Yeah, and I, I think uh, I think I was also getting walled by impacts too when I was on Scholar because like on Geo, I'm making sure to impact at very specific times so that it wears during certain points in Costra, so I could reapply it before the skill chain. I think with everything taken into, take into account there, with aura and resets and everything for what you need, you have like a 15% chance or less of winning. It feels real bad. You will and like the Zerg feels really bad for us too. Like, I, I can't figure out what to put, put myself on on a job, honestly. Did like, you try I, the I with Beastmaster, and it seems fine. Uh, I haven't yet because I haven't had a chance to. <laughs> I had to cancel a bunch of times and uh, we couldn't go on Friday, even though I uncanceled because Norcris was busy. Yeah, um, because they point you know, out. I, I, if, if I cancel, yeah, I mean, if I cancel, I can't be mad at people if I uncancel. You usually don't uncancel. I don't think I've seen you do that before. I had to, man, for sanity. <laughs> I had to yeah, do something I, I that wasn't that. this. That's why I'm lucky you came to do this with me. I've actually been staring at the project the entire podcast. I've been staring into it. <laughs> don't, don't. Sadly. If you stare into the project, the project It's on my main monitor. Here. At all times. Oh. oh yeah, dude. Oh for sure. So it you have, right you have back one week of this left. Uh, I have until Friday at midnight to be as done as I can, and that also includes um, the testing that's supposed to happen all next week okay. because we're, we're supposed to have like a unit testing and things like that. And then uh, we have to write a report on it as well as a a final progress report because uh, we turned in like a weekly thing of hey, what did we do? And that one guy's progress report is fucking hilarious because it's basically always I didn't do anything. <laughs> so he's already burning himself, but I drew a picture. I tried to make myself sound smart. Fox, that's I less started than, working on the on the less than one week. Yeah. But it's right. it sounds like you're going through a special type of hell, and I'm I'm gonna be glad when that's over for you because that's just no one should yeah. deal with that nonsense. That's just stupid. Oh, we're at the point where these sort of people shouldn't be in these classes anymore if they're going to hold this shit. You think they would have like been weeded out somewhat at this point. If you never come to class and never we're do seniors. anything, you think you wouldn't... <laughs> a senior, oh man. You think you'd be done at that point. Just, you're okay, you're, you're, you're getting failed out, you're not passing. 
I don't know, man. I, I guess it's just like the last of them that made it through. It's why I don't respect did. college degrees for anyone who has anything, because people who know how to do shit don't even need a degree. They just are exposed to it there, and they get they have the resources to learn the the building blocks they need there, and they spend a shit ton of money to do that. And they hire you based on a degree, not your ability. Even though if you're in the tech field or something, you can have the ability, and they'll hire you if, if oh, they, I, they mess I around and find out. Yeah, but in general, yeah, companies so, don't so hire they'll, you. Based they'll on hire you, right? Oh, oh the, from my from my perspective, they do. Uh, they just justify it as a way to pay you a quarter of what people who do have the piece of paper. Oh, have. that that's always the goal too. But in Carrot's field, mm-hmm. she gets all these kids out of uh, school for for various accounting things, and they just can't do anything. And they'll take whatever pay because they have all that debt, and they have oh, no I bet. options. And they're just they they can't do any of the work, and they get thrown in there, and it just becomes a huge burden to her to have any new person thrown on her because she has to do all their work too. Because they just they can't do anything out of school. They they do nothing. They have no ability. And it's not it's not just me making something up. They're like, oh, these kids have us. No, they just literally, you could be 100 years old. If you come out of school and you've not been in any field you're working in, doesn't matter what it is, you you can't do that shit. You can have an idea, which is what they might be hiring you for, but you have no fucking ability at that point. You're nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's good for you because it. obviously, Fox, for anyone who's listened to this for as long as we've been around, they know that you have a supreme ability, even though I'm gobbling on your nuts right now. they have You have a supreme ability to do shit, so... <laughs> I, I have all the sometimes I have all the confidence in the world in you as long as your sanity doesn't snap first. Not all glitter is golden, man. And <laughs> glitter is golden. Sometimes hey, is that how that's, that, that that's saying goes, Fox? Not all glitter is no, gold, dude. I thought it was not, not all the glitters is gold, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm here's the thing: like true failure is when your best isn't good enough, right? And right now, even if I, you know, experience true failure, it's because my best wasn't good enough, but that's also kind of the hand I was dealt anyway, right? Like maybe if my aptitude was, was better than even with the extreme, extreme deficit that I'm experiencing right now, uh, you know, I would be able to just blow right through it with no issue. You know, I, I have excellent grades, like I clearly not an idiot, but you know, Sometimes you just fail. That's just what you get dealt. And I, I can't really, like, I don't even find myself being that, I don't feel spited by it. I think that's just part of things that you just have to deal with in life. And sometimes these things come up at really inopportune times, and you just have to have a really strong character just to fucking handle it the best way you can. So that's all I'm trying to focus on. You know what I picture, folks? What? I picture Atlas. <laughs> We were making references in uh, in my Discord too. Fucking superior fell likes to likes to comment on my hardships. <laughs> I just picture so you ever go to the Rainforest Cafe? I don't know if it's still a thing. Back many many moons ago. Uh no, I never went. So up in North Jersey, I don't know if they still have it in the Paramus Mall or whatever. Uh, they have the Rainforest Cafe, which is I'm gonna take this and see if this is even still a thing before I even tell this story. <laughs> See if anyone can Google it, because <laughs> I'm sure they're going to need to. <laughs> Apparently, it's still a website. It still comes up. Hey, all right. Rainforest. I got a Wikipedia page here. Rainforest Cafe is a jungle-themed restaurant chain owned by Landry's Incorporated of Houston. Uh, the first opened in the Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota on February 3rd, 1994. By 1997, the chain consisted of six restaurants in the U.S. I guess it wasn't that many locations, so it's not, not, that, uh, not that common. Let's say they have 23 restaurants still. That's quite a lot. And yeah, they've only been around for 
for 29 years. But in the Rainforest Cafe, at least in the one in North Jersey in Paramus or whatever, they had Atlas in the middle of the restaurant. So and you have, you Yeah, you had a Rainforest Cafe? Yeah, in California we have one. Yeah, they only had... They're just everywhere, aren't they? No, they only have There's two dozen locations. There's less than two dozen locations in the whole world. So back then they probably only had maybe a dozen. So you, were, you were blessed with a local location? <laughs> yeah, we were blessed with the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> Yeah, and so (laughs) as a kid, it's the most amazing thing because they have the fake crocodile on the pond, the the animatronic crocodile that makes noises and moves around and goes and crawls or whatever. But when you're sitting at your table, I'm sure you're fascinated by like the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics too. This is much better than Chuck E. Cheese animatronics, honey. Don't even bring Chuck E. Cheese into this, goddamn it. So, So. On a scale of Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> scale of Five Nights at Freddy's. So besides the little of that, they have some mist. They have a gift shop, of course, because you got to buy your Rainforest Cafe mugs and all those other fucking plushies and shit. But when you're sitting there uh, at the tables, they have the rain comes from the ceiling into a collection area. So it like rains into a like a, a gravel pit and like, like it's like a like a, instead of having a, a half wall that would be next to a table that like divides a space. Whereas like a half wall, mm-hmm. there might be like uh, some glass or something, whatever. They have a half wall there, but it collects all the rain from the ceiling. So it's like the rain's falling next to you as you're sitting there. And it, like they have like some speaker somewhere playing little rain noises while you're eating. But also in the middle of the restaurant, at least in premise, they had Atlas, which is the giant Greek deity that's cursed to hold the world up. And it has the whole globe on yeah, its back yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So as you're talking about your troubles, I'm thinking I'm like, mm-hmm. Fox is like, he's sitting there in the rainforest cafe with all these kids. <laughs> and he's trying to hold the whole world up. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, it even says on the Wikipedia here. Often there is a waterfall with a fountain in the dining area with a statue depicting Atlas holding up the earth to communicate a conservation message. Paper mache birds and butterflies are suspended from the trees and other whimsical rainforest creatures are mounted as though climbing on the walls or peeking through the foliage. Yeah, there's a big, there's a tree frog and stuff too. The ceiling above the center of the dining room features a simulated starry night sky designed and manufactured by Fiber Optic Systems Incorporated, located in White House Station, New Jersey. Oh, apparently, apparently the the fiber optic comes from my state. The bar area is situated under a gigantic mushroom partitioned from the rest of the restaurant by a rain curtain. The chain is known for its characteristic bar stools, which made it resemble the legs of animals designed and sculpted by the artist Glenn Carter. Fish tanks, also known as aquariums with tropical reef fish, are spread throughout the restaurant and the gift shop space. Periodically, a simulated thunderstorm will occur every few minutes with strobe lights and thunder effects through subwoofers. Okay. Animatronic animals are spread through the restaurant. These include butterflies, elephants, gorillas. Does the gorilla that bangs his chest? Jaguars, orangutans, chimpanzees, monkeys, and tigers. Though this will vary by location. I don't feel like I need this from a cafe experience. <laughs> it's such a, I haven't been it's there a much. in a couple. I think it's what they call extra. A couple moons. <laughs> Dude, as a kid, it was the greatest. It was the greatest place to go eat. Like the food was expensive <laughs> as shit, and it was shitty. But you're like in this ambiance, man. I guess. Uh, yeah, my uh, my buddy Phil, um, not not Felgar, but like Superior Phil, he uh, he summed it up last night. He said, "Watching your life from my perspective, it's been more like seeing you repeatedly roll a boulder uphill, only for it to oh, roll Sisyphus. back down and also punch you in the balls." <laughs> <laughs> so I went Atlas. He went Sisyphus. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, he knows. He's seen it. He's seen it firsthand. Like it's not just it's not just stories about incredible bad luck. I just, I don't know. Like at some point 
I feel like I've done something to earn this, but you know, that's kind of like a defeatist way to look at it. I all I can do now is just laugh at some of these things because they're just so fucking outlandish. Like it's something like this scenario that I'm in right now is something that I would expect out of like a shitty like early two thousands college comedy about some kid who has to like keep his grant money by, you know, getting a certain grade in a class, but you know, he's going to fail. So in that last week, he's got to go through all kinds of hijinks and shenanigans to make it work. Like that's the kind of shit I'm experiencing right now. And I, I you know, so it's, basically it's you're describing you the plot of soul man. Uh, sure, man, I guess. Are you familiar with the movie soul man from the mid eighties? No, dude, I'm not. <laughs> well, Fox, he didn't give up. He got down. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's a movie about a guy. It's a movie about too. a guy who dons blackface and pretends to be black to get into college with affirmative action. Wow, dude, that's a that's a special. Oh, uh, and then he finds love. And then he finds love, who happens to be a black woman, and high drinks ensue. I'm sure that aged well. Oh, he did not age well. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> he didn't give up. He got down. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Uh, and then he goes up to his crack mouth, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Mom, Dad, I'm black. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've, we've been all around the world in I.I.I. in this episode, Fox. But yeah, we have. I've been doing all right. Have you? Yes, today. So, as I said uh, many moons ago, a lot of moons in this episode... I would open up a bottle of wine and enjoy the voracious resurgence when it was finally done and go through all of the uh, whatchamacallits of doing that, which has been a good time so far. Hopefully, as you say, it plateaus, but if I'm enjoying it this much already, then a plateau is good enough for me. So I've opened up a nice bottle of Chateauneuf de Pop, and Mm. I've been enjoying that nice Southern Rhone wine all day while doing this uh, voracious resurgence, and I just made some bucatini with, uh, with crab earlier. I put it in the food channel which was fucking delicious, which is why I was slightly right. delayed because I don't have something to break the crab open. <laughs> so See, I wish I had crab. I ate a life-altering amount of Taco Bell. and Life-altering amount of Taco Bell. I don't... I... Yeah, it was really irresponsible amount of burritos. <laughs> what constitutes an irresponsible amount of burritos? I think it was like four. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't... It was really irresponsible. I don't... <laughs> Were these like gordita crunches? I mean, what are we talking about here? No, they were just uh, there's like this uh, this, this grilled cheese burrito on there. So I got that, and I got I got two of those, and I got two roll ups. But basically, roll-ups. anytime you I don't eat there, yeah. so oh, that's probably for the best. Or but roll-ups. anytime you you go to Taco Bell and you spend twenty dollars, you know that you fucked up. So wow. that's because gonna be a Taco lot Bell Taco Bell is cheap food. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I, I really wish. I really wish I had the crabs. I actually saw crab cakes at the grocery store the other day. I almost picked them up because they're $7.99 for, I think, for like five. There, We but, never buy crab, but it was on sale. It was like some super sale over at ShopRite for like oh, seven something a pound. And I go, oh shit, we're getting crab. crab sales. Oh, man. There are no crab sales here, man. <laughs> no, so, so Sorry, my wife, my wife sure. looked at me, gave me a dramatic stink face, a very serious, scornful stink face. Looked at me yeah. and then pointed her chest, while 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 scoffing at me in the in the in the harshest of matters. Carrot bought the crabs, and she needs to have it known. No, no, no! It was that it was my idea to get the crabs. 
Okay, first of all, what happened was the guy came over the PA system and said, attention, attention, shoppers. And that's how we got the fucking crab. So don't you even. Yeah. So, is it, so, wait, so does that make that that guy's idea? It happened once you hear the guy on the, on the microphone saying. My words were, okay, you stand at the seafood counter. I'm going to go over here and buy some stuff. And you stood at the seafood counter. So, yes, thank you for, for leaving and to do that while I went and did shopping. No, where you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> taking credit when it threw we, we we had no intention of buying crabs and we suddenly hear attention attention shoppers i've been looking at it for a while but it was like 39 dollars a pound or something 30 what kind of work that 30 fucking nine dollars a pound it was like the king crab but this is just a little stupid piece of shit this was crab. still the alaskan crab okay so i, I would take a little piece of shit crab this was some yeah long ton it'd be great you look at the picture i put in the discord in the food channel that's it's that's good crab it was delicious it was absolutely great. I busted out the the muscadet or whatever, and and I just I, I threw a little garlic down. I threw a, I, I zested up a lemon, threw it in there, and squeezed the lemon in, and I got the, uh, the the old basil and everything, and the parmesan and the pecorino. Oh, it was so simple, so quick, but so fucking delicious. It's the cracking the crab open that takes forever, but it's rewarding yeah. still. Yeah, because if you don't do it just right, you end up like fucking yeah. splitting the meat inside, and you have to dig it out. Yep. Yeah, it's. And I, I'm using my hands. Crab. I don't, I don't own a thing that breaks crabs, so I'm <laughs> using my. Hands. You mean a claw cracker? I don't have yeah. a claw cracker. We Do don't get crab enough for me to own a claw cracker. <laughs> so I, I started inventing new ways to open these crabs. Oh, Fox! I'm at first I just started trying to break them. I'm like, okay, I'll just break them and see if I can pull them out. And that doesn't, that works maybe on the ends of the Sometimes claws. Sometimes you can. Yeah, on the ends of the claws, yeah. the, the thinner parts, you can do that. Sometimes. But then I, the then I started, no. like, uh, trying to just break them open, like, pull and peel. And that's really difficult and starts hurting your nails. And then I started moving to my new, I'm going to push it against the side of the plate and start cracking uh, strategically along this crib thing, along the side of the plate, using the plate for leverage. And then do I'm going to... Do you own a pair of pliers? I do own pliers, but you, I, I wasn't going to bust out my Leatherman. I'm not going to pull my Leatherman out at the dinner table. I would. <laughs> I got a clock wrapper, or a clock wrapper, clock wrapper. Clock then, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will absolutely bust out like. But then I started holding the, the the crab at the fragile points and putting one thumb across the other and squeezing to try and find the break points <laughs> to bust it open with leverage of my. Are you appreciating the listener's time? <laughs> That's why we put this at the end now. Yes, yes. Either way, so that was that was dinner and everything. So. I said what I've been doing in game, uh, and with the wiki, I've been trying to do various stuff lately. I've been doing the repeatable quest section that popped up because the Crystal Warrior trailer has dropped for Cat's Eye. I don't know if you watched it, Fox. They hired a voice actor. No, no, I didn't. They went, they went to Fiverr and and, and dropped. <laughs> they went to Fiverr and dropped twenty bucks on a voice actor. Fuck yeah! And he sounds exactly like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. And it's like, uh, it was like... That guy's going places. It was, it was good. It goes, the crystal warrior comes forth. And I'm like, oh, shit, we got Gandalf talking here. And then oh. they actually got some gameplay uh, video footage and stuff, made a whole video and put it out and everything. I go, oh, shit, it's coming. And so I've been looking at stuff that a character doing that would need to do. So the repeatable quest page I've been filling out to try and... Because you can't use the auction house or trade or anything. So I'm trying to isolate stuff that... Trying to make resources that people will need. But also, as a new player, I'm like... You know, these repeatable quests could also be somewhat useful for people, I guess. But there's that. I've been working on other stuff in the wiki. There's the food pages I've been trying to update, just in general. I got all the subtle bloat food pages done. I made a new template. Uh, the magic accuracy food pages are done. The magic evasion... No, the magic accuracy is not. The magic evasion ones are done. 
Uh, the evasion ones are done. I have to start working on the magic attack bonus and accuracy ones. But I'm trying to also, there's a new template with all this stuff there that looks a little better than the existing table looked like vomit. And it was from maybe nine years ago or some nonsense. And it was, it's bad and was incomplete. So there's a new one going out there. So in case anyone tries to look at food for a job and they need to look at different things, it's, uh, it's all there now. Eventually, it's a lot of work to put all these stupid poo-poo baby foods that give almost no benefit at the end. But as long as I get the good ones in there, I guess that's all people really want. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Isn't that like some sort of like? Oh no, you're talking about for that the food really pages category, like, you, you just, category yeah, you just of Asian retail, food category. Retail stuff with, yeah, yeah. With this is this is retail, retail stuff. stuff. So the one was one was one was repeatable quests for cat's eye people yeah. and the trailer. The other one was the actual food pages for retail. So all the subtle blue food pages are there. The the cool Reladen uh, and and the the deep fried shrimp and all that stuff's there. Oh boy! All the evasion foods are filled out. So nice. Yeah, when you get that done. Someday, <laughs> someday, yeah. There's stuff I just do. That there will not be anything left to do eventually. But these are things that I think people want, or I like. I reference sometimes. It's like, okay, I guess I'll do this. <laughs> They're just trying to do all these random things that are of importance. I did all the. Yeah. I've been updating the voracious resurgence stuff. I had all the little icons and pop ups to the main page today for that for all the rewards. As I go through them, I'm like, okay, I'll put this as near home point three here, and people doing this will also be able to do this easier, I guess. <laughs> But the most of that's already all done, and it actually looks really nice. I'm on the the Rollenberry one now, where I got to train the Rollenberries or whatever. And I opened that page up already, and I'm like, oh man, this is a beautiful little chart here someone already made with little pretty pink colors and, and little arrows and little icons of crawlers and shit. I go, look at this shit. Is that going to coincide with where you are in the BR missions? Because that's actually where I think it plateaus. That's once you get past Kupipi's thing. Kupipi then... is the start of chapter two. I just got the yeah. Kupipi mission. It kind of goes downhill a lot after that. Ah, uh, well, you know. So no, be no, it. to each their own, though, right? So like, be it. What, what, what I think is awesome, you'll probably not necessarily. I think Fox and I have a lower bar, and I'm more easily amused. Yeah, I am pretty critical when it comes to stories. Actually, I can be very critical, but I, I'm pretty. You know, sometimes you just want a good trashy time. Sometimes, yeah. The yeah, dialogue. When all, you eat, when all you eat is steak, sometimes you just want hamburgers. <laughs> sometimes you just want ketchup. Yeah, dude. Sometimes you just want to go to the Rainforest Cafe and have every few minutes a thunderstorm. <laughs> Otherwise, Carrot and I just had a very nice weekend. We went down to Baltimore and Annapolis, which I wouldn't have done, but my wife suggested it. So it was a very good time. There is a family member I haven't seen most of my life who is very ill, and she goes, well, let me go see them. I'm like, eh, Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have done. I just, I just live my life. I wouldn't have stopped doing it. Like, like, I haven't seen them yet. I might as well not see them. But then we went down there to, to see them, and we spent time in places we have not really spent time in before, and mm. uh, we had a wonderful, wonderful time. Except on the way there, <laughs> on the way there. So I don't know how familiar you are with the East Coast Fox, but when well, I used to live in Virginia for twelve years. So you know Delaware, right? Uh, well, I know that it's a place, yeah. It is a small place, but it is a crucial hub of a bridge you have to go through. Oh, yeah, I avoid bridges like the plague. I actually have a phobia of bridges. You know, that's not uncommon. I've I've heard that from other people. But yeah. to go from Jersey down... to go from Narrows. <laughs> the Narrows. To go from Jersey down to Maryland, you have to basically go through... I mean, you can go around it, but why would you? you got to go down 95 and go over the bridge there. So we just got over the bridge to Delaware, and we're just going down. And then that's when we started in the traffic. We've had no traffic the whole time. We started in all this traffic. And behind us, as we're hitting this traffic, there is, I shared the pictures of this, there was a cube. 
everyone's oh, favorite giant, everyone's favorite car the cube coming up behind us very very rapidly and i hear carrot go where's this car think it's going and then i look and and now it's so it's past because she's looking at the rearview mirror she's a different height from me i can't see the rearview mirror in her car if i sit down in her car i can't look out the mirrors i can't see them they're just different positions oh. and because she's short <laughs> and, and then it's, it's past me on the passenger side and I go well it's going to go on the shoulder and as soon as I finish saying that we're going over uh, beneath an, an overpass so the the shoulder is now gone for the concrete barrier this cube going like close to 100 miles an hour poof, fucking full force plows into this this concrete barrier I, I go it's going to go on the shoulder <laughs> as I'm expecting that shoulder thing it goes full force into this barrier and I'm watching this happen in front of us in slow motion. I'm just like, it, it's just kind of astounding. And just sitting there watching this, like there could be some, some going on in the background. I wouldn't even notice it. And this thing just plows. You hear the explosion. <laughs> this thing goes yeah. airborne straight up because it's gone yeah, straight into the right. barrier. <laughs> and it yeah. lands straight down against uh, this fucking Lexus or whatever. It's some expensive car. And it takes sure. out the whole left side of this car. And now it's ricocheted off hitting that car. Now there's debris flying everywhere. It's right in front of us. It's right next to us. And debris flying everywhere. The mirrors, the glass is now running in front of our lane because we're right next to this. And then the car hits the other car. They're hitting the barrier. Bounces. It loses its wheel. It's now crooked. It's lost its wheel. The car is still moving faster than we are moving. So the car is now mm-hmm. lost control. It's hit the barrier, gone airborne, come down, wedged between the barrier and this car, taking out the whole left side of this car, and it's still going faster. It is now lost control. It's now going completely left across the highway. It's throwing from the rightmost lane, left across the highway. The tires are screeching everywhere. You hear glass, just all this noise and action, and it's going right in front of our vehicle, just, just right in front of us, just carrots at the brakes, otherwise we would have ran right into this thing. And it just... Boom. And it just Sounds across like the whole highway. It does the Jersey slide across the whole highway. And we're trying not to drive through all the debris and fucking metal and shit and all this shit landing yeah. on the highway in front of we'll us. Fuck up your tires. Oh, yeah. I was worried about the tires when I hit that. I was like, oh, no, fucking tires. And then this thing's lost control. And it somehow, with three wheels, has, has managed to go all the way across the whole highway and pull off. Well, there's sparks going beneath the vehicle at this point and everything. Into the rest stop, the gas station rest stop, it's gone from from right all the way to left into the rest stop before it finally, it's still ahead of us at this point. It's going that fast. It hit the barrier that fast that it's still ahead of us at this point. We were going like 70 miles an hour. This thing is just completely still flowing in front of us and it comes to a rest. It went so fast that I had time to watch all of this comment on it and then take my phone out and it was still in front of us and we take a picture of it as we went by wow man it was it was ridiculous it was just like did well you, did you manage to get a picture of the person compote that that got created from that too you know i think the cube actually <laughs> protected them i'm pretty sure that person's dead <laughs> like that sounds awful like that's uh, they, the, that's not that's not one of those accidents usually uh oh man when you that. when you hit full force and go airborne oh man they managed to yeah, stop usually so airborne is uh Airborne's a problem. <laughs> I mean, maybe they stopped because they had a wheel that was gone pushing against the front of the road. I believe that. But the way they 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 steered out of that, it felt like they uh, it, like it looked like controlled steering. <laughs> Not like a body went through the windshield. But Carrot goes to me. None of us. I turned to her and it was all over. I said, "You know, my favorite part of that 
that none of us bothered to even say, oh my god. We just looked at it and go, well, that happened. Yeah. I, hate, I hate when you watch something and someone goes, oh my god. It's just like, okay, come on. It's happening in front of you. Get the fuck over it. But after it was over, we go, well, that happened. And we're, like 15, 20 minutes later, we're driving still. She goes, should we stop after it happens? As soon as it happens, she goes, should I stop? And I go, fuck no, keep driving was my exact response. I go, just like yeah. that, fuck no. no I said, you see the people are around? You see a dash cam? Keep going. Yeah. I don't know, I don't think a dash cam is necessary when uh, when you take out a concrete barrier. <laughs> yeah. I'm just pretty like, sure the liability is there already. You have, you, have, you, have, you have all these drivers are now stuck behind them because we passed through this debris field. And all, you have to imagine this, the traffic comes to a complete stop at this point. When, yeah. when someone's gone across all lanes of the highway and they've blown up in front of you and multiple cars have been destroyed. You have to imagine the traffic stops. All these people behind that are now having their day ruined. They can deal with that. But we go 15 straight minutes of going 70 plus and finally we see the first <laughs> emergency sirens. I go, well, it's going to be a bit before they get there. Yeah. Hope that guy had his fucking world rock. That was ridiculous. He was, there was no reason to be... I still like fuck. Where's that guy <laughs> yeah, I forget who who had the response in the because as this happened, I shared it in the Discord in the general channel, and mm. was it Outcast or someone? Because I said, Carrison, where's that guy going?" And they responded, "Into crippling debt." <laughs> it sounds like an Outcast. <laughs> I think it was Outcast. Into crippling debt. Into crippling yeah, debt. Man. That's fucked up, man. I don't think your insurance is covering all that. Uh, depends on how many cars are involved. At least two. Like, on the injury side of things, depends too. Depends what they. I don't know. I, I'd seen I'd seen a few of those when I was working insurance. So. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I you know I didn't do anything spectacular with it. I I was not any of those teams. But my uh, I had actually seen some of those accidents though, and like those people are almost always dead. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, it's not great. Probably broke some ribs at least. All the motion travels through the vehicle. You're just attached to the vehicle due to the seatbelt. You're still you're still getting rocked. Yeah. So you at least have a a seatbelt shaped bruise across your body. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Car is totaled. Yeah. I remember I was in a car accident where with that involved a concrete barrier, and uh, yeah, I had to like counter steer against that. I was glad it took place like. At like 11 at night or something because like we were going like 65 and that is that is also enough to really fuck you up yeah but yeah, i had to counter steer across like three lanes of traffic from the passenger seat it was uh it was not a great accident <laughs> it shifted the frame by like three inches the frame of the car how was your body afterwards uh i was real angry at first and when the cops showed up like they got mad at me for smoking <laughs> smoking it's like, dude, you better believe that after I fucking had to steer this car from the passenger seat across three lanes of traffic while we were fucking doing spins, the, that uh, the cop come have a fucking cigarette afterwards. The cop comes up to you after it all at like midnight, twelve thirty. Yeah, sir, excuse me, could you put that cigarette out? <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually the first thing you said to me. <laughs> fucking dick, you're outside. Just don't stand next to him. You probably thought I was the driver. Yeah. You're you're just you're just having a nice drag and a fag, just relaxing afterwards, you know. Yeah, right. So like, I don't know, but yeah, those, those things are fucked up, man. Like those concrete barriers, like you feel them, and like we uh, or the person did damage to the the barrier itself, but 
we didn't go through the barrier like we weren't traveling 100 miles an hour excuse me sir yeah, it's very it's very abrupt when when you hit a stationary object though at that speed. oh yeah yeah well, it's 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 you wouldn't think it's as big as it is because you don't feel as fast as you're going when you're in the vehicle. You, d- you definitely feel all of the momentum that's transferring through the car. It all that's, stops. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Is basically, that you absolutely feel that. basically every law of Newton comes out and bitch slaps you at once. Yeah, dude, it's it's freaking not. It's not great. I'm surprised that that we actually walked away from it instead of having to like you know go by bus or something. I'm just glad get, we didn't get, get robbed because when you're not even in your state anymore yeah. and you're trying to get somewhere, you get, that's the last thing you want. If it happens in your state, yeah. that's one thing. At least you're kind of in your mean, home. Stay within five miles of your house. I, I, I don't know. The big, I, I don't feel like there's, there's any any scenario where it's kind of okay that you get hit at 100 miles an hour. No. <laughs> the big joke that to watch a vehicle that size bounce around was also something. But the big joke Carrot and I have, because it's a ridiculous statistic that gets touted around like it means something, but it's actually really simple if you think about it, and it's really not indicative. We, we were also joking about it afterwards. We start making all the jokes, and she goes just like this. Do you want to do it, honey? I don't know what you're talking about. Did you know? Oh. <laughs> now you do it. Did you know that most accidents happen two miles from the home? Oh, <laughs> just, yeah. We're just driving. She says it like that. Yeah. And you know what? You know why that's the case? Because you're usually near home. Drive farther than that. Yeah, yeah you're usually near home. Drive farther. Yeah. It's not like a profound statistic of like accidents are more likely to fall exactly. from the sky and where you live. It's just because you happen to be near home. Yeah, well, it's because most people happen to be near their yeah. home and don't drive far. Most that. people don't go Period. more than a couple miles when they drive. Yeah, for exactly. a lot of the trips, at least half your trips. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good you didn't get hit. Yeah, well, we went. We went down and we were having. I had a crab cake at the uh, the marina or whatever. We we're sitting there having a good time, and Karen and I did some gardening. We all we had some beers, and we just you know it was a very good time. All right, it seems legit, dude. Yeah. We'll probably go back in a little bit to go back to there, having a good time. It was just nice. I like. I didn't think about the game at all. I was just away from everything. We're sitting there, just you know, we we filled the boxes up. We put all the food and stuff out for the cats for a couple nights because you're away for two and a half nights. You like, oh, the cat's gonna be okay because you don't you know to feed them because they get fed manually too. We just figured we could feed them automatically while we're gone. And I always used to just like overfill my my cat stuff when I when I they would eat it all for several so days. Mine wouldn't. So, and like, as long as you clean the litter box beforehand, like he, like uh, Mr. Dick was usually good for like three days. Mr. Dick, come back, Mr. Dick, Mr. Dick. Okay, is that was the name of your yeah, cat? My, my, cat my cat's name was Mr. Dick. Yeah, Mr. Dick. That's right. Oh my, Mr. Dick. He was a he was a real cat. <laughs> Fucking pixie bub. But yeah, um, they they don't always do that. Like sometimes you get lucky enough with a cat where you don't have to, you know, feed them every day and they won't gorge themselves or whatever. Uh, mine didn't. Mine, you could just pour a big thing of food for it and he just eat whatever he needed. So yeah, pretty low maintenance. Yeah, I have heard about that from people who have cats though. They have to actually watch them. I've just never owned a cat like that. I think I've had like six cats in my life. You know, after all these years, Fox, I finally almost filled up this hard drive locally with all of our podcast recordings. I just looked because I'm seeing encoder, encoder overloaded and I'm like, oh, that means I'm probably getting low on space. And I looked and I, oh, I wow. finally have 10 gigabytes left. Wow. It's taken all. You aren't going to get, you aren't going to get like the two terabyte uh, room. And... This is a, this is a 250 gigabyte hard drive, Fox. No, that I put on the NAS and it has like four terabytes, but that's also limited in space eventually they'll have to go into the void and all these episodes will be no they won't be lost they'll be 
<laughs> the Somewhere. lost episodes. The lost now. God. Yeah, you wouldn't believe how many Bard episodes we've recorded. <laughs> uh, so sad drinking Dunkel in the shower. <laughs> yeah, man. I'd encourage yeah. anyone who hasn't gotten away from their life in a bit just to go someplace, just to do something stupid and, and get away from it all. It's really, because I don't ever do it and always want to, and then Carrot says something and I go, okay, we're doing it, because our anniversary is also this weekend. Oh, and, okay. and it's just, to get away, it's like, I don't want to get away at times. It's like, I'm doing this, I don't want to go somewhere, I have all these things I want to do, I'm, I'm like, I'm involved and in, I'm in the shit. I have all these plans in my head, I'm juggling around, I'm like, I want to do this, this, this. I never did the TVR at all, or I want to you know, we sat outside today and had a beer, and I'm like, oh, we should I do this gardening. I that, dude. Like, I can always appreciate the company with someone, regardless of where it's at. Like, I never felt the need to get away because of that kind of, because of that kind of occasion. You know, I just, you know, the, whoever my girlfriend was at the time usually wanted to do something for an anniversary. And I mean, I was never actually married. I just, yeah, long story. <laughs> several, <laughs> several failed attempts. Um, many failed attempts, unfortunately. But the, uh, but the, is it the main thing is, is like, uh, it sounds like it's worked out somewhat. Yeah, some of them, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's pretty much worked out. Anyway, um, but yeah, they always seem to want to go somewhere and do something. It's like, well, you don't have to go somewhere to enjoy, your, you know, to enjoy someone's company. You can just, you know, make what you want of it where you are. And honestly, if you don't have to front like the expense of a trip, you can do way more cool things with the money you would save to do that putting it into whatever you're doing locally. <laughs> yeah, since so we, since we were visiting someone ill, they had space, yeah. so we got to stay for free. Oh, but, there you go, yeah. But just going out to, there was a bakery went out to, and, and I'm sitting there doing, you know, I had to bring the, the old coffee grinder with me and start doing the manual grinding, same one from when mm -hmm. I saw you. And, uh, just, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just doing that in the morning, having, like, when I wake up, there's nothing. There's no game, there's no nothing. Just waking up and having no concerns besides, hey, do you want us want to go have some coffee and, and sit there and talk to each other? And just doing that and having nothing else going on. Even if I want to do something, it doesn't exist anymore. And I'm just, it was so, so happy just to do that. I'm like, oh, this is great to get away. <laughs> just this simple, stupid shit. Yeah, man. At any rate, though, I think that about covers it, Fox. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Unfortunately, I have nothing else. Yeah, you're on. staring at that thing you're going to go back to. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as we're done here, I already know what the rest of my evening is going to be and tomorrow and Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Some, sometime in here, I've got to like get the studying in for the exam that's on Thursday, but that, that's, that one's going to be special. But... I really hope that you find a special way to embarrass those people and just do whatever you can to... Because are they going to show up for this? Or they just not going to show up for the end project. They're just going to never go to class and never show up for the project. They'll probably show up for because because it's our our final exam is technically this project's presentation, so that's going to happen. On they'll the show sixth. up for credit. Yeah, they'll probably show up for credit. Um, hopefully, it won't be the first time that they've actually run the program. <laughs> well, you I, hope you know, they don't I, run it I that way. You can really embarrass them. Here's the thing: like I'm I'm very used to public speaking. I you know I was a I was a teacher basically for like six years and I taught, you know, like 10 week classes and I taught teachers how to teach. Like there's, I've done a lot of stuff that involves like having to talk in front of people and do very, very important meetings and all sorts of hoity toity businessy stuff. Right. And I have no problem getting up in front of this class and just being like, Hey, this is how you fuck up. And then I'll ruin the project. 
you know, and I won't even feel bad. I'll just be like, yeah, this is how this ended up. And this is why you don't choose social media as your final project. I've gotten comfortable with speaking in front of people too, because I have no shame. So that helps build a, a, a good basis to work yeah, with. That's actually the number one pointer I have for people is, is just, I, I tell them that when you're talking to groups of people like that, just remember that they don't matter. And it really helps. Like I, if you can really enforce that they don't matter, then yeah, you're good. I would even put it this way. Uh, just like you would to an artist that nobody cares about it more than you do. Yeah, exactly. So just think about it that you care right now. You're your own worst and, and they don't care at all. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They won't notice the imperfections that you notice either because you're the one who's who's, you know, mastered whatever level of that craft that you're at. So while you're doing that presentation, you know that that version of that presentation or where you're at inside and out to the point that you've learned it, right? So you know where those flaws are, but the people you're presenting to, they have no background in this. In fact, a lot of the times they don't even have the base information that you're working with. So they don't actually know what's wrong. You can actually BS your way through a lot of shit yep. just by sounding confident. <laughs> and I've actually like delivered this to people. It's like, when you don't know, you need to explain to people you don't know because you're teaching people. But if you're ever speaking to people publicly, just sound as confident as you can. You know, Politics and everything aside, we just had a president who, when he didn't know something, was so confident in how he spoke and was so good at having a public appearance and, and being in the entertainment industry and everything. He was so confident in his ability to deliver that no matter what he knew or didn't know, and no matter how it sounded, he was so confident that even when he was done, it wasn't as bad as if he had no confidence. It would sounded so much worse. So he was able to confidence in his way through everything. So I would imagine that, that that would be the worth. criteria. Exactly. And I would imagine that would be the criteria for anyone who speaks publicly is, is to know that people are attracted to confidence, you know? no matter how stupid, even you when are. you suck, even when you suck, you can still seem so much better. Just, yeah. just knowing that basic thing, no matter, no matter and how you know, bad it the, is, the, if you deliver the same line as confident, as opposed to delivering the same line as, as knowing it's bad and, and not selling it, it's so much worse than if you just deliver it, you can deliver something yeah. bad as long as it's, it's not even worse. And I mean, some people have anxieties. I get that, that is a thing. Yeah. But, you know, and, and nothing that I'm going to say is ever going to like help someone get past that. But if they can like dig deep and try to apply it, it generally has helped people. Like I've known people, I, I've actually trained people who have taught classes um, and they had incredible anxieties and they didn't necessarily get over it, but they definitely learned how to hide it. You learn so. to manage it a little better because when we had the whole episode with uh, Silver, Sean, uh, it, gives you the degree of how you can never get rid of it and you can't just get over it, but you can manage things in a way that depending on how severe the issue is, you can either, it never goes away, but you can completely negate it to a certain point or depending if it's too strong, you can at least manage to deal with it or, you know, it really depends, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I don't know, there's just a lot of things that, that people get weird about and they think they're like impossible and stuff. And a lot of the times they haven't even tried to begin with. Like it's, you can have this perception that something's impossible to begin with. It happens. And in the I don't game really too. know how we got on this. Tangent well, yeah, we were, we were able to finish too, but it happens in the game too with insecurity and applying your character to the game. Like no one cares about your character more than you do in this yeah, game. Everyone cares about their own. And yeah. when, when people are too insecure to even join a pickup group, because they think that they're going to be all oh, my gear shit. Oh, I'm going to do shit. You know, people are going to think I'm terrible and they're all going to remember my name and think I'm the worst and never invite me again. Let me tell you, you would have to be spectacularly bad and, and, and magnificently horrible to have people remember a name that bad that they wouldn't even give you a second chance, let alone anything. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's the same goes in this game as public speaking and playing in this game. Plenty of people just won't even play with anyone else because they're just don't want to. I mean, you can know you're not ready. And that's that's always something that's been emphasized. Don't go if you know you're not ready. But there's people who yeah. could go to something or plenty of times don't because they just think, 
oh, they want the strongest ever. I'm never going to be that. I'm never going to go. And yeah, but they're also never going to get that. Either. Yeah, they're also never going to get that if they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the unseen part that people don't realize. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. But as always, <laughs> Fox, I have appreciated the time with you. It's been a good time. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's been a it's been a nice break. <laughs> yeah, and uh, get back to it, slave. Yeah, hang on. I'm working on like hour thirty now. Just you better, week. <laughs> you better gently caress that blank <laughs> box that has an OK in it. Just, just take the mouse slowly up and down. It's, it's, it's. I already know that curves. that's how my that's gonna be my Memorial Day because like I'm gonna be Your finishing this. Day. I'm gonna be finishing my section tomorrow probably, and I just know that my Monday is going to be writing his fucking code. That's gross. Except my signature is going to be all over it, so it doesn't matter. Like, I will get credit for it. So it's whatever. Yep. Cool stuff. Well, I put the link shells back in the concierge today. Someone picked it up and said, I thought it was funny. This link shells in the concierge. So if you're on a server and want one, pick one up. You can also join sure. Discord, as we've had some recent people who have been listening to old episodes and say, I was listening to an old episode and click the link. The link still works from all those years ago. It has not changed. I feel like... I feel like two or three people join the Discord every day. Yeah, it's like, weird. We see the welcome thing going off. Yeah, we do see the welcome thing going off. And a lot of people don't talk at all. So at least maybe they're there to participate in the fun of watching the train wreck. But there's the, the staples there of, <laughs> of Outcast yeah. and, and Cinnamon and all those other people we have there besides Akadan and Hayah and Carrot. People who say things. Yeah. There's some random people. I do like the random people sometimes. I yep. just stay in my hole. I know you I do. Live, I and live, so do I they. live in my static area. But hey, if they feel confident enough or happy enough to come hang around us after all this nonsense and, and stupid shit that gets talked about, then... I don't think anyone in my group actually cares. <laughs> That's the big thing. Nobody gives a shit. Fox, none, none of us care. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to do extra shit. They don't want to answer anybody's questions. Well, yeah, your group's there because they're your group. That happens to be, yeah. instead of being in a private message, you have your own hidden channels for your static yeah. stuff, just like I do. Yeah, they don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> They've never talked outside of that, mostly. Maybe in the trash channel, but... I think Norcris has said a few things. But... Yeah, generally the trash channel. He, he has a good zinger. Yeah, usually. <laughs> but otherwise, send us an email at wtfinvonadeal at gmail.com or join the subreddit at r slash Fantasy one one. And that's about that. Yeah, we're done, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, later, guys. <laughs>